What's up, guys? We're here with episode three of Profanity Included. Here in front of me is a good friend, Joe. Joe, how are you doing today? Or tonight? It's tonight. I'm doing good, TK. Just want to say thank you for having me. I think what you're doing is really cool. Oh, thanks, man. You know, free speech. God bless America. (laughs) (laughs) No, thanks uh, for having me on, buddy. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, So, uh, Joe and I are pretty good, or Joe specifically is pretty good friends with the last two guests I had on, uh, B, a.k.a. Brandon, a.k.a. B, uh, and Drew. We're on the same friend group. Uh, we contribute to each other's gambling addiction sometimes. Uh, <laughs> once in a while, we get out there oh, and we, uh, we place bets. We don't gamble. We bet. We it's bet. not gambling if you know you're going to win. Yeah, it's <laughs> not gambling if you know you're going to win. Yeah. Yeah, right. we, we're really a bunch of degenerates in heart. Uh, we all speak the same language. We do. We all <laughs> say, sometimes the, we don't even understand what we're saying, uh, yeah. but somehow it makes we, sense. We have an inner Alan in us, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we see the symbols, and they're yeah. out there, and they're yeah. floating. It's, all right, uh, Joe, tell the uh, tell the audience what we're sipping on. Joe is my was my bartender mm-hmm. tonight. I was lacking, so he uh, brought over the necessities. So I brought over some emergency mix. Um, what we're sipping on right now is a little uh, tequila, triple sec, and uh, sweet and sour mix with a splash of OJ. Just a oh. very simple, quick oh. margarita on the rocks, you know, really yeah. get the mood, set the mood. Yep. Feeling pretty good. Hitting the, hitting the Mexican-style oh, yeah. drinks tonight. It's, uh, it's exquisite. I will <laughs> say that. That's all I will say. Hey, only the best. Only the best. When you're over here, you good old TK's Casa. Only yeah. the best. I'm sipping Don yeah. Julio. Don, yeah, I would. I would. I silver, wish. silver label Patron. <laughs> only. Some, uh, yeah. And uh, so, start us off. Yeah. Joe, where are you from? So, I am from Pendleton, Oregon. Oh, born and raised. Another one, another one of those. Another, another one, one of, of them, those. guys. Yeah, you're from, are you, you're from Hermiston. Yeah. Right? Yep. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rough start, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, but yeah, you know, I grew up in Pendleton. It's a good community. Uh, whoever's listening to this probably doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. kidding. But uh, Pendleton, that's yeah, a good place. But I've been in the Grand for five years now, and this is kind of turned into home. Yeah. So, literally, got yourself a house. Just, yeah, we got a house with your significant other. Yeah, I feel like Tim Allen, you know. <laughs> you <need to> <laughs> Last the, man's you need to get the short cut off. Oh you know, gosh, yeah. denim shorts. You got <laughs> neighbors, and you start peeping, having conversations over the fence with your um, neighbors. Already, already oh, have. Man. Man, oh man, my, my neighbor is. Hey John, weird. how about those gas prices? No, we're not even getting that. We're not <laughs> yeah. even going there. Right? Hey, I think inflation? I will say that I'll say one thing. I saw a photo of gas prices in California. Guess how much regular was oh. of the photo I saw. I'm gonna take a pop shot. I'm gonna guess five sixty-five. It was like over seven for regular. Over seven mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. LA County or where at? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, LA. That's There's a famous man. person posted it, so you know it's Ooh. legit, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because they pump their own gas over there. Hey, better get that Tesla. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> better start saving up. Oh, yeah. I would too. I get a Tesla like you see. You hear Rogan talking about like the Tesla Plaid. That new one, and it still looks like the Model S, but it goes from zero to sixty in like one point nine seconds. Isn't that crazy? Like it's like the definition of a sleeper. One point nine seconds. That is, is like one now. Like yeah, that it's is so it's one Mississippi, and by the time you thought about the two Mississippi, it's already there. Like you're there. That it's, is crazy. And, and it's in a four door sedan model. That is wild. Uh, yeah, that's that's ridiculous. I think what Elon Musk is doing, you know, he's really revolutionized the auto industry when it comes to going electric i mean 10 years ago 
people were laughing. It was a joke. It was an absolute joke. It was like you would see, and I just remember like being in high school when they were starting to get really popular and YouTube probably like, I don't know about Pendleton, but I remember Hermiston, we had like one guy, he drove the red, the basic red Model S. It was Mm -hmm. the basic and it was like the only one in town. Now they're all over. Like, I mean, they're they're all over here in the Grand. They're all over everywhere now. And that's in Eastern Oregon. That's in Eastern Oregon. I mean, I can't even imagine. Like when I go to Portland uh, on occasion, very rarely. Right. And, uh, (laughs) Yeah, usually it's not my idea to go. But anyways, and uh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, there's great places in Portland still to go. But um, they're just everywhere. They're everywhere. They are. And like yeah. anytime you touch I-5, or like you're saying, you go anywhere in the Metropolitan Corridor, oh my gosh, they're everywhere. And 10 years ago, was just, if you had a Tesla, I mean, that was a huge like flex. Yeah. Spe- speaking of going to Portland, the... Columbia River, the corridor. What do they call it? Like they call it like the Columbia River corridor there, or the yeah, Columbia River Gorge. But like, like going down, they they have a name for it. Anyways, oh, I was yeah. reading yep. an article, and they're gonna meet. They're gonna start making people pay for day passes or time use passes for all the waterfalls. So oh. when you pull into Multnomah, the exit, Multnomah Falls. Yep. Um, you will have to you'll have to buy like a two dollar permit time use permit, which yeah. I mean. I get they're trying to make money, and I don't mind that because there's a lot, a lot of people that plug that thing up and they just stay there, and there's just they got all the time in the world, and people just have to fly by because they can't go in. Like you can't just go in if it's closed. Like right. it's closed. Yeah, it's always it's awful. It's I an mean, awful it's exit. Awful. It's an awful it's in and out. It's an awful exit. Yeah, yeah. The left hand exit with the you know a hundred yard off ramp. Yeah, yeah. It gets backed up. Yeah. There'll be people like backed up in the left hand so, yeah. lane trying to go. It's like, dude, it is full. Just keep going. You're going to cause a wreck. Just, just dumbos. But yeah, Washington State does that with the Discover Pass. I oh, think, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. I think it's like, I, I yeah. could be wrong. Uh, it's like I've also heard that we're going to start adding um, tolls to all the bridges that cross to Washington. I mean, I know yes. Bridge of the Gods. I don't know if you've been across Bridge of the Gods. I have, yep. They do that. Oh. They do that toll on there. But I think we're going to start doing the one at Hood River. And I think there's, is there one of Biggs? Is it Biggs is the I, other one? I think all of them. Yeah, just I all of them. I heard the start I-5 bridge, the I-205 bridge. I don't know how accurate that information is. Nah, yeah. But this is something they've been talking about for I don't have. I don't. I always say, I don't <laughs> have a Jamie like Joe Rogan, man. I just <laughs> need somebody yeah, in like a little yeah. cubicle yeah. just shouting out my fact check. But I'm like, yeah, you, so you, quick disclaimer, yeah. anything I say, yeah. you know, I am, <laughs> I, I'm a business kid. So that's, <laughs> yeah, we'll get that speaks volumes. Yeah, we didn't talk about your major. So, how, so you have any siblings? How is it like household, everything? Yeah, because yep. I'd never asked you. I never, never knew. I just never thought to ask. I'd yeah. never asked drew until like before just a little bit before yeah. the podcast i never really knew b either if he had brothers and turns out he did yeah i know so, drew he's, he's a big family yeah big family big family man yeah family guy family guy <laughs> hey peter hey peter um but uh no yeah so i have a you know i have two brothers and a little sister they're all relatively close to the same age one is 12 10 so where are you in the lineup I'm the oldest by oh, you far are. oh by yeah, far by okay. far i'm 20 so you're like the i turn 23 tomorrow so oh Wait, you turn 23 tomorrow? I do. No shot. So we're celebrating. No shot. No shot. (laughs) No shot. No shot. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. so it's, there's a big gap there, you know, I mean, growing up most of my life relatively being an only child, it's a huge transition. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so. How how is it being the oldest for you? I'm the oldest in my family, but I just have a sister and she's like three, three three-ish years younger than me, so it's not like you were you. Man, that's a good question. 
I, you know, I like it. I'm going to die first. <laughs> <laughs> you hope, right? You hope you don't yeah. have to outlive any. Right? Yeah. That's no, yeah. Cheese. I'm a Bill Payne son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's the only thing they'll say. What was the, what's the famous line? There's nothing more certain in life than death and taxes. Death and taxes. That line? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's what that just reminded me of. It's like, well, I'm going to die first. Yeah, right. Yep. But no, it's cool. It's cool because, I mean, it's different. You know, you don't get to have the same. I feel like. I could be wrong, TK. Do you have brothers and sisters closer to your age? Just a younger sister, and she's like three years younger. Okay. So pretty close, and so we're you, tight. Yeah, you guys are probably pretty tight, and yeah. you guys kind of grew up on yeah. the same we, par. Same you know? page. We went, I mean, we oh, we only went to school, I think, in elementary school for like a year together. So we're, just, we're three yeah. years apart, but we're four years apart in school. So never got to go to high school together or anything like that. Not that I wanted to. Right. Just kidding, <laughs> Sid. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, I think that's a huge thing to be able to grow up kind of relatively to the same age and kind of have the same experiences and grow yeah. up and go through the similar struggle well you have those same like cultural phenomenon to like latch on to yeah. together, like tv shows like sid and i like i mean goodness what were i mean drake and josh i carly mm. um just like i'm talking like just live action i don't i mean we used to watch cartoon network all the time cartoon network all the time boomerang dude the jetsons i mean we used to watch tons of ben 10 the og ben 10 ben 10 the yeah. og teen titans I never got into Teen Titans. Oh. I wasn't. I wasn't one of those kids, TK. Hey, don't worry. Just as long as you don't watch Teen Titans Go. I know. Oh God, yeah, no. I would have got my ass kicked on the yeah, playground. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, but ten years makes it different, and, uh, especially with cartoons. I mean, yeah, dude. I, we grew up in the Tom and Jerry. Prime. A lot, a lot of Boomerang, Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry yeah. was fire, but dude. I mean, Tom and Jerry's still fire. It's still fire. Aged very well. I love Tom and Jerry, but like, I'm trying to think. Like SpongeBob in its prime. I have not watched. I'm about. I'm. I am. <laughs> I have not watched a single episode of SpongeBob, and I'm 22 years old. Wait, not one. TK. I'm not TK. even kidding. That's not a lie. TK. It is not like a. You grew up in the prime SpongeBob, SpongeBob era. Yeah. You you never watched. Never SpongeBob. watched an episode of that. The Simpsons or Family Guy. Never. Not one. Not a Family Guy person. Um, just, my parents just didn't want me to watch this stuff because okay, it was just like I mean, fair. when you watch SpongeBob, I mean, when you yeah. look at SpongeBob, like, that are you really learning some stuff? Like, I mean, my parents at least wanted yeah. me like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm not saying it's like like I, all my friends watch SpongeBob, and I mean, well, there's tons of them are smarter than I. I mean, am, look so. how our friends turned out. I know. Yeah, <laughs> we all just kind of <laughs> speaking. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, remember we're... like the like the early like. Like the Ren and Stimpy, like the late '90s cartoons, like uh, and Ren and Stimpy of the Rugrats. Uh, I think I remember watching a couple episodes of Rugrats. Yeah, Rugrats. That was a good one. Okay, but man, yeah, Ren and Stimpy. That was that was a good one. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I remember. I'll have to look that up after. Yeah, fairly odd parents. Yeah, that was a good one. So you really tight with our mutual friend Grant, mm -hmm. but. Am I remembering this correctly? You were homeschooled too, or no? Never. No. So no. I, okay. I just, was not homeschooled. Just met him in high school. Then when he joined, when he joined the whole cast and crew, right? Yeah. When he joined, <laughs> so when he jumps in, he's like, "Hey, I'm hey. alive and I exist." And I, yeah. Yeah. So actually, I, me and Grant were never really, you know, like best friends or friends that we are now in high school. Um, I, I, we, that's another thing we, we got about. to college and we, you know, we became roommates and, you know, five years later, history writes itself and. We, uh, we became really good friends, and I'm glad Five for the years time later, he's still a jack wagon. <laughs> I yeah, mean, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. 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 Goodness. But, uh, no, yeah, in high school, like, I mean, we were not, like, we weren't, like, enemies or anything. No, just, like, we're, yeah. I mean, running yeah. different we circles. Knew each other. There's a lot more people. I mean, right. there's just a lot of people. Lots <laughs> of people would be friends with. Absolutely. So, one of the main things 
we talked before we talked about before you came on mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about some music oh music okay yeah i know me and um, you we have really yeah, good taste we, in we music. have um, not only do we have a good taste in music <laughs> some might try to dispute that i say screw them because yeah, they, they don't know what's good for yeah them. they clearly um our uh we we like the same era of music or eras we do. 70s, 70s, 90s, and very early 2000s. Absolutely. And there's still some good stuff getting put out today. I'm not saying I don't listen to music today. A lot of my friends know that I'm like an old man. I listened to, like, I, like, went through a massive 80s phase senior year. Like, only 80s. I mean, I was listening to, like, Tears for Fears every day to school. Every day. <laughs> like, I was just having a moment. Like, you know what? Senior year, I'm going to fucking movie right now. Like, this is my moment. You know, I'm just going to listen to, you know, everybody wants to rule the world, man. You know, you're just, <laughs> <laughs> just me cruising. Local classic me. rock station. It was, it was always me just cruising down um, Highland Avenue in my 2002 Subaru Outback, yep. which I called the Shaggin' Wagon. The, the Shaggin' Wagon. The Shaggin' yeah. Wagon. Had good suspension. <laughs> Clap now, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was my, I mean, what, what were you listening to in high school? I was listening to other yeah. stuff, obviously, but let's just get into you first. I, in high school, I, I was kind of the same thing. You know, I listened to a lot of the that older 70s, 80s, 90s, and my my mom would always make fun of me for, you know, like, dude, you listen to older music than my grandparents. Oh. And it's like, I don't, it's. Mom, I, I love Neil Diamond. Mom, it's not a phase, Eric mom. Clapton's not a phase. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do cocaine. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like I, I wouldn't say that. I I also want to point out, like I don't want to be the guy that says I was born in the wrong generation. Oh, I fucking yeah. hate people. That I say think that. I may. I honestly, I'll, I'll just. I think yeah. I may have said that maybe like once or twice, like my friend. Like, I, sometimes I just I feel like I'm so out of place. Yeah, sometimes, just, you know, <laughs> catch a vibe. Right. Guys, you know, like yeah. I, I get the aspect of you know like. It'd be badass to be born in the seventies, but like oh. we still have good, good stuff. Oh like, no, it's we yeah. still we're. I mean, there's good, tremendous yeah. songs coming out every week. Absolutely, but you know, I just I really enjoy that that older generation. Yeah, there's 70s, just something, 80s, there's something 80s. there that hasn't been replicated lately. No, and yeah, I just nor do I think it can. I really don't think it can. I think those are. I don't think so either. When, you know, when they're when they're all raw instruments in the studio, nothing's analog. It wasn't analog, so it will never replicate that sound because yeah. I mean it was live. It was everything today is pretty much you know electronic yeah. or you know because they're you, they're searching for like this level of perfection that I think yeah. almost not saying it's wrong. Like it sounds good, obviously, or else we wouldn't listen to it. But like it's just different. There's it it's different. different, and then like when you see those artists that like they sound one way in the studio with all this analog and then they, yeah. they go out on stage and they're just like, what? And this flip is coming out of your mouth. It's just like ass. It's yeah. just, I mean, it's, yeah. It, yeah. And that's where, you know, in my opinion, you know, like music is art to some degree. And, um, 100%. To, to be able to replicate it on a computer, that's still a huge skill. And yeah. Oh yeah. It's but still... you know, my palette, like I love live music. I love simplistic music. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, a five. So you're a sucker for an acoustic guitar. Oh, little acoustic, riff, little, little riff, riff there. Just give me a little riff. Oh, just a little riff. And yeah, we're we're set. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's that's my palette. Um. But I I'm even old school. Like I love. I don't know about you, TK, but I love like big band swing music. You throw a little Frank Sinatra at me. Oh, okay. Oh, what didn't he do the intro to Grease? I think in the intro to Grease. I'm gonna be honest. I never really watched Grease. I never okay. got into that. I mean, it was cool, but I uh, 
Anyways, but I, I, I think he did the intro. He's, I've, yeah, oh, jeez. Uh, but yeah, I've listened to some other Frank Sinatra. I can't name any of his songs off his head. I'm a terrible person because he's considered like a god. So, Right. Because wasn't Frank Sinatra, I'm thinking, oh, maybe I'm thinking, not Frank Sinatra, I'm thinking of Frankie Valley. I'm thinking of Frankie Valley in like the four seasons, or the four, what was Frankie the Valley? Four tops? No, it's Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. I thought well, this is why I have uh, for you listening. For you listening, this is why I have Spotify open on my phone, <laughs> so I can like somewhat not butcher everything. So it's Frankie Valley. Yeah, Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. In he the- did some of the soundtrack for Grease, and I love Frankie Valley. Frankie Valley is really cool. Not okay. saying Frank Sinatra isn't, because I've heard plenty of Frank Sinatra. I just can't name any of his songs. But Same. yeah, that's that's it's- a little that's a little back for me yeah, that's a little it's, far back for me in terms of how it makes me feel it's, but. it's not something i would turn on on the radio and yeah. like fuck yeah, yeah like Sinatra. oh my gosh guys you want to hear this you banger, hear banger. this absolute banger neil diamond track <laughs> yeah my <laughs> grandma my grandma my both my grandmas <laughs> love neil diamond really yeah neil I, diamond. Uh, he was a he was a heartthrob he was like people loved neil diamond they, they did yeah. and i'll Throwing be on some vinyl i mean yeah okay do you know many songs other than Sweet Caroline. I feel like that's the whole. So I know I've listened to other songs yeah. on his other albums, but it's been a long time ago, mm-hmm. and I can't just name them offhand yeah. like I can other bands. I mean, there's my Rolodex is only so. Uh, you know, my hard drive. Our right. hard drive. Roll, hard drive. Roll, roll, did I just date myself? Rolodex. Some <laughs> people Rolodex. are this listening. What's a Rolodex? We're looking on Google right now. What is a Rolodex? We're born in 1998, yeah. 99. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be just busting on my Rolodex. No, here's where I'm born in 2000. You're born in 2000. Yeah, you're the dragon Dude, baby. You, you look way older than me. What? It's the facial hair, you, man. Are you coming in here to my podcast? You're in and you're gonna room. bust my balls? You gonna bust my balls here, Joe? Hey, it's a compliment. Yeah, it's a compliment. <laughs> you look, you look stout, like a stud. Yeah. You know, he's a stud. Yeah. <laughs> you got that Italian stallion. Oh gosh, you got a little Italian in you. But when I shave, you haven't seen me clean shaven in a long time. Ever? I don't think ever. Oh yeah, you may have never. Yeah, because you. Yeah. When I'm clean shaven. I look like I'm 14. Really? I'll I, get carded anywhere I go. I can see it. Yeah, yeah I don't. Okay, let's go. So we're in the past here, but let's yeah. go to like, let's just start off the seventies. Oh my gosh, where do you begin? Where do you begin? You can begin with the Eagles. The Eagles? Okay, yeah. Or you can begin with um, gosh, who else was I listening to? I mean, you got some the Eagles in the seventies. You got a uh, Fleetwood Mac in the seventies, right? Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. You had the Eagles. Obviously, you had Led Zeppelin. Oh yeah. You oh, had wow. the Who. Um, um, Aerosmith. Aerosmith to some degree. Jefferson Starship. Jefferson Starship. You know they, Jefferson. Yeah, Jane. They, yeah, everybody knows Jane. Yeah, that's... Yeah, just like the... Yeah. Yeah, everybody knows. Um, Steve Miller Band. Oh, Steve Miller my Band. goodness, Steve Miller Band. So I have a really interesting story about Steve Miller Do Band. tell. With Tom Petty and Steve Winwood. So Whoa. when I was eight years old... Yeah, I Just think a I young was, chap? Just a young buck. Um, I would say eight, maybe nine. So... Me and my family, we went to Pittsburgh. Big Pittsburgh Steeler fans. Uh, we, oh, God. Oh, God. Those fucking guys. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking six rings. <laughs> oh, give me a break. Just <laughs> best franchise in the league. God, it sucks to win all the time. <laughs> yeah. I've had a losing season in 20 years. <laughs> but uh, uh, as part of the trip, we went and saw Tom Petty. Perform. So it was Tom Petty solo act, right? It, no, was, it was with the Heartbreakers. It was. Oh, my gosh. Great concert. Best time I ever smelled reefer. 
First time, first time you yeah. smelled her. Yeah. yeah, you know. It's, yeah, is there, there a bunch of skunks in here? It's it's just, it smells like skunks or like, something. <laughs> just kind of like musky. This is I don't really know. Musty. Yeah, musky. I'm, is this something what hippies smell like? I think I'm tasted too. It what like incense. What is this? And your dad's like, oh, it's oh. candles. They're, they're, they're candles. And so, you know, they do this. You don't smell the B.O. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, and so the opening act for Tom Petty was Steve Winwood. You know, higher love, eighties. Yeah. Bring me a higher love. Yeah. Oh, heck song. yeah. Heck yeah. Um, but no. So after the act, uh, me and my dad went to use the bathroom, and it was at a state park, and that had one bathroom, and it was very small. It had so outdoor venue. This was not a stadium. This is. It was half and half, so it was oh. an outdoor venue with a covered canopy and like gotcha. the VIP section. Oh, but which is peasants, where you were, right? No, us peasants are sitting with these the, commoners <laughs> with the, the, the real G's with the real hippies in the back. And yeah, so we went to use the bathroom and you know, it's a huge line. I think we waited over 30 minutes to use this bathroom. And finally I get up to the urinal to, you know, take a, take a leak and I'm taking a pee and all of a sudden, I hear this absolute enormous roar behind me. People are like freaking out. There's beer being thrown. I'm getting, I'm like soaked in beer and probably piss and who knows what else. And I just look behind me, which my dad is behind me. And all I see is Steve Winwood coming, cutting people, cutting this 30 minute line and just cutting everybody. And I'm pissing. And, I, and he's trying to, yeah, trying, trying to, to pee. trying to pee. And Steve Winwood comes to the urinal. Just starts peeing, and I don't. I mean, I don't know what he was on, but he looked over at me and just kind of did one of these nods. Just kind of looked at me, gave me like a little hey. You're Steve Winwood. You can do that. Yeah, you can get away with that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's when I peaked. So it's all downhill. From it's, it's all downhill. From here. <laughs> I've, I have never had an experience like that in the urinal since. So every time <laughs> I go, it's just a letdown. Yeah, it's just and, a huge yeah. downhill. So <laughs> just yeah, a downhill slide. Peak. But no, uh, <laughs> Tom Petty. 80s, you know, that was a great yeah, era. Yeah, he Thin Lizzy. Kansas. Oh Kansas, my oh my gosh. Kansas. Kansas. The Doobie Brothers. The Doobie Brothers were great. Oh, man. Chicago. Chicago. They had a couple Whoa, bangers. Chicago 84 to, or what was that song? 64 yeah. to 4. That was a really song, good yeah. song. Who was it that, uh, yeah, we said Steely Dan. Mm -hmm. Cheap Trick, Boston. Okay. Eagle, Eagles, Cheap as you mentioned. I'm gonna be honest. I think Cheap Trick is overrated? one of the most no. underrated. Underrated. Bands okay. In the yeah, that's what I was gonna say because they got some. I was gonna say if you're saying overrated, I was like, I no, like no, some no. of their songs. Everybody yeah. overlooks Cheap Trick, but I'll be honest, yeah. they're probably in my top. If you if you had to take one band, I think we talked about this a couple nights, well, a couple poker sessions ago about yeah. who you would take from the '70s, and I think I said Eagles. If I had to take oh, okay. only one band, because one song is just too hard, but just one band, one band like that, just I mean, the from Eagles, the '70s, yeah, '70s, '70s. Man, I, I personally would have to go with The Who. The Who? The Who. I What's that one? Uh, was it Baba O'Reilly? Is it Baba? Uh, yeah, Baba O'Reilly. Baba O'Reilly. Yeah, um, that's a banger. Don't they also do... Is it Teenage Wasteland? Or what's they, the, that's Baba That is Baba O'Reilly. That's the yeah. main line that everybody thinks that's what everybody the song's called. That's the Teenage Wasteland. Yeah, that's right. I grew up thinking that's what it was called. Yep, yep. Um, But no, that's a bangers. Uh, you know, My Generation, Won't Get mm -hmm. Fooled Again, Magic Bus. I mean... They have a huge resume. Oh yeah, Pinball Wizard. That's right. Sure Pinball Wizard. Yeah. Elton sure John has a really good cover. Cover Pinball. that. Yeah. Oh, man. Sir Elton really John. Good. Sir Elton Sir John. John. <laughs> yeah. You watch Rocket Man, by the way? 
I did not. I'm. Uh, I didn't watch that. I didn't watch the biopic of Queen. I didn't watch. I didn't like the Queen one. Uh, I didn't watch the Dirt. I didn't. I didn't. You watch, didn't I watch the watch, Dirt. I don't. Dude, and I'm a huge Motley Crue fan, and I just. I don't know. I just. Yeah. Some of that stuff, I feel like you're trying to recreate a moment that's impossible to recreate. You know what I mean? I agree. Maybe There's that's no, maybe that's a cop out. Maybe that's a cop out. But like to me, it's just like, what? Like I don't know. Yeah. I just I feel like you can't possibly recreate those moments. Absolutely. Just, I mean, those guys were nuts, and yeah. to try to recreate that, I, I think if you were you would, it'd be it'd be out of touch. It would yeah. be ah, what's that's the word? I don't think it would be acceptable in today's yeah. standards. All right, and Joe and I are back from a brewski break. Yep. And we were ending on the 70s, and now it's naturally we should transition to the absolutely stacked 80s. 80s are All cool. the decades are stacked, but the 80s are just, the 80s have a special, just a special place for me. They have a special place in my heart. You know, growing up in, you know, the 90s, and when I was born in 99. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Back in the um, 90s. Back in the 90s. Um, no, 80s are great, man. So where do you begin? I mean, you know, like you had a lot of that was a big shift in the paradigm of music. Huge, stuff. huge. The police. You had the, the police. police. You had Michael Jackson. I mean, you had Madonna. Oh, Madonna, yeah. Every different category, you know, they started increasing the electronic beat, and yeah. they had a lot some more. very funky beats. Very funky. very funky beats. A lot of there is so many bands from the eighties that have those like number like those those one hit wonders. There's a lot, a so lot many, of one hit wonder so bands many. in the eighties. I mean, oh. not saying that we don't anymore, but like you look back at the eighties. I swear, every mainstream song there's gonna be at least ten there's of them. There's always one. It is a one hit wonder. Yep. Like the band, like they never did anything else. You turn on any you know classic yeah. rock station. We also well, going back to the seventies. We gotta mention. Oh. We didn't even say Bob Seger. Bob Seger. We didn't even say uh, Bob Seger. Yeah, Night moves. Oh, that mustache. Oh my, oh, God. my goodness. Bob <laughs> that Seger. album cover with the I train. will say, I gotta give a shout out to my dad here. We'll go, we'll just we'll stay we'll stay here in the 70s just for another no, story. No, I, you got I your could, story. I could you stay, got your story. I can stay in the 70s yeah, forever. We could do we could do a whole podcast in the 70s when people get bored. But um I also forgot Ted Nugent. Oh the Nuge. <laughs> the, the Nuge. Oh. oh man, he's a firecracker of he a is. guy if I've ever Yeah. Anyways, um yeah, Bob Seger. So, story. My dad. Many people that don't know my dad. Well, majority of people listening probably don't know my dad. He, right now, he doesn't have any motorcycles. He plans on getting another one. But back in the, like, pretty much my whole childhood, he always had mo- at least one motorcycle. Eventually, he had two. And then uh, he sold them. Anyways, transition. But when he was riding, huge Bob Seger guy was riding. Okay. He was always listening to Turn the Page. Oh, okay. He has some of the <laughs> craziest stories of like thunder, like outrunning thunderstorms on his motorcycle. I mean, like you, you yeah. do not want to be in a rainstorm when you're on a motorcycle because no, you think all those little so rain dangerous. droplets and they turn into like little bullets. It turns into bullets, man. Yeah, and, and the bug, and like this, it's a whole different. Just, factor. I mean, when you're just you're on the throttle and yeah. you're just like turn like a the wild page. Box. I mean, you just you feel like you're in a flipping movie. I mean, how could you not? And he's like that. I mean, that song, turn the page anytime I play them, and I was just like, oh. Oh man, this it's is a good just song. Yeah. absolute. I mean, just the live. The, I mean, that's not when we're talking about live performances. The live version of "Turn the Page" is the most listened to version of that song. It's not really? a recorded. No, oh, the recorded version does not sound good. Like, and this is a great segue yep. into the '90s, but we will wait because there's a particular band that does a particular album on MTV Unplugged, and oh, they sound yep. absolutely amazing live. Absolutely compared, and uh, not all their songs, but. 
quite a few of the songs sound way better live than yep. they do recorded. But that that's just the story. I had to give an honorable mention. Was that, that Bob Seger live the turn the page? Yeah. Was that a MTV unplugged? I do not believe it was. I believe okay. it was like a stadium. Like it was like a like, oh, okay. like an amphitheater style. Yeah. I, it's on it's on anybody that wants to look at Bob Seger turn the yeah. page. It's it's on Spotify. It's his most listened to one. And I think it says the location. Okay. But yeah, I was thinking like night moves. Night that's moves just, is a I mean, great song. Night moves, man. No, it's like you know you just break up with your girl. Like turn the page. Holy shit, that's like the. Like well, I just pictured like a think about, saxophone riff, dude. That saxophone riff yeah, is one of the crazy. greatest riffs of all time. I if I could like, play the whole song right now, just so people oh understood how gosh. crazy that song is, I would, but I can't. But the uh, no, when you look, have you listened to the lyrics of that song? I have not, other than the main chorus. On a lonely, lonesome highway, east of Omaha. Yep. it's about a dude riding a motorcycle. Is it really? And it's about him going to the local okay. bars when he's just jumping into town. He's got long hair. He's a drifter. Yeah. He's it's like just it's very yeah. My so dad, that's my why dad has some memories yeah. with that song. So that's, that's where like, the sentimental that's, factor. That's comes where I think the sentimental song. factor comes in. I mean, like I mean, you also got like oh, what's the other one? Bob oh, Seger had a lot of. Really there's another. Songs. I'm thinking of another song that's about riding motorcycles. I can't remember if, oh. it, was, if it was by uh, Bon Jovi. Um, was it one of dinner alive? Was one of dinner alive? Was that about? That was something to do with. There's one song. Damn, it's, it's like a motorcycle, and they call it like the Iron Horse or like my metal horse or something. Like, I can't remember, but really, I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very well known song. That's it's by, the like, essence of yeah, know, like a being riding a motorcycle. But anyways, that I just had to give an honor. I had to give songs a, like that. I had to give a tangent to that because it's it's worth it. That's that's a very that's a very powerful song for my padre. But yeah, 80s. Okay. We're in the 80s here. 80s. Who, who? So I mean, 80s. We got who? We got here. We got David Bowie has some 80s. He was David Bowie was 80s. He had some 70s yes. too, right? He had some 70s. He had yeah. some 80s. Yeah. Um, yeah I, man, there are so many people. There's out so there. many late 70s songs that just get thrown into the 80s. They do because that transition. Well, that's like I feel like there's a, to 82, yeah. 83. Some there's of those some, late 70s songs honestly didn't get popular till the 80s. Like, right. there's a lot of songs that re-emerge, just kind of... I mean, you got the Beach Boys. I'm pretty sure the Beach Boys is considered an 80s I th- band. I think that's some stuff in Be- there. The Bee Gees? The Bee Gees? Oh yeah, the Bee Gees. Oh, my goodness, the Bee Gees. Have you, uh, that's one documentary I have watched, but it wasn't a biopic, but yeah. it was a documentary. The Bee Gees on HBO Max, oh, it was ridiculously good. That's crazy. So, that's one thing to talk about. Like, how... Isn't that crazy how a genre of music died? Yeah. Like disco. Yeah. Like that was disco. such a popular I mean, uh, genre. What's the one with Travolta that made that soundtrack just like oh, immortal? Saturday Night Fever. Uh, Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. That I was a crazy movie. Very depressing movie. People think it's all upbeat. Not a very upbeat movie. I mean, it's got good yeah. dancings. Tremendous soundtrack, obviously. Ah, but it I, was uh, not a very... Um, you're going to feel like you're going to conquer the world after that movie. Nope. <laughs> it's it's a you're going to have a child in the backseat of a car kind of movie and stuff's never going to be the same. That's the kind of vibe right. you get from that movie. And that actually happens in the movie. I you know um, I, I remember the movie, but I don't remember actually the movie. I don't even know if I've seen it. All right, I'm gonna drop this one. Okay. And I am gonna be. I don't know. This is also kind of one of those mid to late seventies though. Ten CC. Ten CC. Ten CC. What did they sing? I'm not in love. But then it, they had that. I'm not in love. I'm pretty sure they had it on the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Oh, yeah. okay. It's a, the, the, 10 That's CC, one of those 10 CC was, right? Yeah. Well, they had like one the other one, one other, like one other really popular song that I know of. Okay. Um, goodness, who else? We got Bruce Springsteen. How about R.E.M.? Are, Are you an R.E.M. fan? 
Um, Give me one of their songs. You'll know all their songs. Uh, R.E.M. I was thinking, like, for a second, I thought you were going to say R.E.O. Speedwagon. R.E.O. Speedwagon. <laughs> they had a couple bangers. R.E.M. Um, I know it. Losing. Oh, losing, losing my, my religion. religion. Oh, heck yeah. The heck yeah. They had some good ones. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I didn't. I don't know how I didn't know. One of my personal favorites out of the 80s is, you know, you had Phil Collins and Genesis. I thought those guys were bangers. Phil Collins. Those guys. One I of mean, the most underrated drummers of all so time. So, I don't know if you remember this from when, well, what you graduated 2017 from high school? Yes. So, 2018, my senior year, our football team, their walkout song into the stadium was In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Was it? To this day, that's one of the, the oh, hardest... It goes so hard because they would come out yeah. at the drum solo, of right, course. Solo. And I mean, everybody's just fired. I mean, you kind of got the ambiance. It just creates that ambiance mm-hmm. with that slow drum. I mean, yeah. just everything about it. I mean, it was baller. Loved it. The Cars. That's, the Cars. They had a couple of good songs. The they had, actually, they had a lot of good songs. Yeah. Asia. The band Asia. They had a <laughs> couple of songs. Yeah. They had a couple of songs. Oh, my goodness. Hall and Oates. Hall and Oates? Hall and okay. Oates. Yeah. If I had to take one, I would honestly say right now, maybe a little prematurely because I haven't vetted through my whole playlist, but I would say if I had to choose one band from the 80s, it would be Hall and Oates. Okay. Sarah really? Smile. Okay. Sarah Smile. It melts my heart every time. Yeah. Sarah Smile. And that's not, I mean, that is one of the most popular songs, but somehow a lot of people don't know it. It gets overlooked. Is, it it gets overlooked because you have Rich real. Girl, you have um, um, the other main one. The one that's on every Adam Sandler movie ever. Every Adam Sandler movie. What I want, you, you got, got that. that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that one. Like a flame of You're in the candle. Yeah. yeah, heck yeah. Oh, ooh, Holland, if it was, and see, I just said prematurely. I'm flip, For the people listening, we are vigorously flipping through playlists right now on Spotify looking for we bands. Are. That's what we're doing. My, That's my why biggest issue don't with... don't think don't think I just have all these bands and their yeah. names and their songs just on Same. cue. I do not. I, I have Tears for this... Fears or Hall and Oates. I that's like a deadlock. Tears for, me. for Fears. Who was Tears for Fears? You're, is you're, that is that a Hall and Oates? Yeah, Tears for Fears is another band. Tears you are Fears. hurting my feelings right now. What did, what did they say? My speak? feelings are being hurt. 80s is not my specialty, 1985, the album, Songs from the Big Chair. <laughs> the you Big have, Chair. You have Shout. Oh! Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Okay, yeah. Head it's, Over Heels. Okay, so yes. Yes, I know who they are. They have the... I would... Uh, class, tell me if I'm wrong, TK. But would you argue that is the iconic 80s sound? Everybody like their their that their type the of sound that deal like with like sound. a one background and he's yep. a very like a another synthesizer. They, I mean the police too like that's kind of a softer oh, male gosh, vocals. I love the police like softer male vocals was very very popular in the eighties, mm-hmm. super popular. But they could still hit those high and they could. I mean Tears for Fears. Nobody sounds like Tears for Fears. Yeah, Never, that, and, and nobody ever will. And that but, is like the epitome to me of what eighties. I mean, you, and, I mean, maybe people don't know what the name is. Maybe they don't know the band. But if you play, everybody wants to rule the world. They're everybody like, I've heard that song. Yeah, I've heard that song. Because even has, TikTok, it's super popular on TikTok too. I mean, yeah. TikTok's like bringing up. Remember when Fleetwood Mac got that massive resurgence because that one dude was riding that skateboard, drinking pomp, like yeah. uh, cranberry juice. Yeah. His name was Dogface. I think his name was Dogface. His his name and was he, literally Dogface. And he's the backing for his yeah. TikToks. And he was like. There you go again, you say. And like yeah. everybody started using it. Everybody. I mean, I think Dr. Phil did a really popular TikTok to that too. Did he? Yeah, it was ridiculous. Dr. I mean, everybody. Are you, are you a Dr. Phil fan? Mm, let's not even go there. Okay. I don't even want to go okay. there. Okay. No, okay. talk show television. Okay. No. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, yes, but no. Yes, but no. Yeah. Um, Ooh, you got um Africa by Toto. Africa by Toto. Toto has some baller songs. I have, here's Toto the Toto has... 
Um, uh, I have all these songs in my head, but I always okay. forget the There's name. There's this song by Toto. I think it's called Till the End of Time or Till the Other End of Time. I When I heard that song for the first time, I knew immediately after listening to that song, if I end up getting married, I know I tell my parents all the time, I'll never get married and I'll never have kids. That's a whole other discussion. But anyways, <laughs> I always tell them that just sometimes just say to get them fired up. But yeah, uh, I will have that song at my wedding by Toto. Till the I think it's till the other end of time. Till the or end till of, the end of time. Till so, the end of time. Yeah, by Toto. It is. It is. One. It is. It's a crazy good song. I'm it's gonna, very soft. It's something you could like do a slow dance to. And I was like, that will be at my wedding. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. The only two Toto songs I know is Africa, Africa and Hold and, the Line. Hold the line. You don't even know. Uh, Rosanna. Oh, okay. Rosanna. Yeah, you know Rosanna. Rosanna. Yeah. Okay. yeah. See, I, I mean that, that's another tremendous band. Everybody knows yeah. Africa. That might be one of the top anthems. Gosh, of, that oh. song had a huge like like resurrection in the like 2010s. Yeah. Like it just well, when Weezer, was we, did Weezer do a cover of it, or who did a cover of it recently? It's terrible. I hate it. Uh, I hate it. It's the, I. My parents, as my witness, if that cover came on on the radio, I would immediately say change. It's such a disrespect to the song, in my opinion. Uh, I was like, I hate it. I don't know if I, I might know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's terrible. It's it, it was played, I think it was 2018 was when it came out. And it was a terrible, oh, hey, I hated it. Hey, did, With a passion. I know we're not there yet, but if we're going to talk covers, did you ever listen to Puddle of Mud's cover of uh, Nirvana's About a Girl? No, but that sounds like oh my God. insane. I'm going to okay. have to listen to that when right we, after. Yeah, when we yeah, get when there. We get, Puddle of Mud. Puddle, oh you, know happy it makes me, you know how happy it's going to make my dad listen to this, that you know Puddle of Mud? <laughs> Nobody knows Puddle of Mud. I actually like Puddle of Mud. I love Puddle of Mud. That, is, that one album of that kid pissing, pissing in the mud. <laughs> yeah, he's pissing yeah, in the mud. a bush or something. The only, I'll be honest, I haven't listened, like I haven't dedicated some time to listen to that whole album. Um, but the only one is Blurry. 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 Yeah. I mean, blurry oh, just man. puts me in a early 2000s. Blurry. Oh my God. We grew up on that. Like mm-hmm. that. Would, yeah. That's yeah. a mood right there. All right. So I said I'd take, I'll stick with it. I'll, I'll take Hall and Oates. Taking from, Hall from Oates. the 80s. Who are you taking from the 80s? Taking it from the 80s. Man. There is so many great artists in the 80s. It's really hard for me to. Don't do this. Don't justify it. Just. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't justify it to me. You can say whoever you want. If I have to go with, you know, kind of the iconic 80s with more pop culture and R&B influence, I got to go Michael Jackson. You do Michael Jackson over Dire Straits? Just kidding. Whoa. That's not even a decision. That's not even a decision. I'd take Michael Jackson too, dude. Dire, dire Straits. Straits is amazing. Oh, oh but dude. Dire Straits, dire Straits is, is insane. Insanely good. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. If I got to go 80s, I'm going to go with Elton John. Elton John, sir. Elton John. Elton John. It's not really core rock theme, but no, it, there is just be no theme. Like, I just said a band. Yeah. It can be any, oh, dude. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh my! Do you remember that? Is a that song is a vibe. that one found a resurgence because of memes. Memes bring memes. a lot of songs back. They do. Yeah, they that really one. Do. do you remember which one I'm talking about? Was September is the dancing skeleton one? Yeah, it was like a dancing yeah, skeleton. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. My buddy, I remember my buddy Isaac, uh, showing me that in high school. Yeah, and then Let's Groove, obviously. Let's Groove Let's is also Groove a band. I'm pretty sure that's. Let's Groove has been in an Adam Sandler movie, too. Absolutely. Guaranteed it has. Oh, she, she benign. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to do it. I'm not even going to do it. People yeah, are going to literally so think we're stupid when they listen to this. If they just get the references, it's funny. Oh, man. But Phil Collins. Billy Joel. 
Billy, oh we God, I, dude, I overlooked Billy Joel. I know. Wow. But I mean, like I said, it's just a decade just smacked full yeah. of just so many ridiculous artists. I mean, like, like artists that are like, just, they're beyond famous. They're just beyond, beyond famous. Beyond famous. George, Mi- I mean, George Michael, man. I'm a huge George Michael I fan. love George Michael. Dude, um, um, Careless Whispers? Yeah. That's of, course, of course you would say Careless dude. Whisper. That's free. You're not going to say Wham? You're not going to go to Wham? You're not going to go Wham? Go Wham? Good, good, good. We didn't even mention Pet Shop Boys. Kidding, <laughs> kidding. That was a joke. I don't think I know that. They that's okay that. though. That's okay though. Yeah, I don't you, know. Yeah, okay. yeah, you don't, don't, don't know. That is a rabbit hole. We are yeah. not going down because that is journey. Oh, journey. Don't get I mean, me we're started. just started. Uh, don't get me. What? What? I'm you're not a journey guy. guy? You're not a journey guy. I'm gonna be that guy. And whoever's listening to this podcast, oh, I want everyone to know. Don't get too polarizing I'm, here. <laughs> this is a very political topic. Journey is the most overrated band. Of all time. Okay. Well, Are you I saying know. overrated band or they have some very overrated songs? Because I would say Don't Stop Believing gets overplayed so flipping much at bars, yeah. at festivities, at really anything. Okay. That's, it gets so overplayed that's a good to me. point. I would say, I would agree with you with the fact that it is the most overrated songs. I hear the same five Journey songs on every yep, radio yep. station. Oh, yeah, yeah. And oh my God. That just shows how popular they are. Like, that just shows how popular they are. When they're sure. always getting played. And maybe that's subjective. Oh, that could man. be very subjective of me. But uh-huh. Uh-huh. Take take on on yeah. me. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. the one hit wonder. Um yeah, I think uh, Blue was, was Blue uh, Oh, let's look here. I'm checking the dates on these albums. Blue Oyster Cult. Another oh one of those God. mid to late seventies, like yep. really popular. I There's so many forgot. late, like mid to late seventies bands that just kind of get lumped. I feel like you just get lumped in with the they 80s. They do, they do. Because they kind of just were already, there was that transition there where like, yeah. There's a big paradigm shift. Like, yeah. We say decades because that's what makes sense in our minds, but really right. songs don't know decades. Like, that's like point. some songs were not really popular in their decade. Like there's. That's true. Like, or, there's, And then there's, there's bands that outlive certain decades and, you know, mm-hmm. then there's bands that literally just fall off the face of the earth and you never hear them again. Yep. Like mm-hmm. a lot of songs don't really mature until. Yeah later when they're more yeah. appreciated yeah when they're just more appreciated yeah. all right so that's, that's the 80s way. so you who, who'd you say you took you took um I, michael jackson you said michael i jackson. take michael jackson okay. for more of the pop that's a very movie. solid there's a lot of people that are clapping really, clapping right now i they really love michael, love michael jackson uh, i'll be honest i grew up hating michael jackson why just because you didn't like his like low his voice or just no same as journey i just thought holy shit this is like so Fucking overplay. Another <laughs> freaking Michael Jackson song. I'm yeah, just gonna, I'm just gonna jump gonna, off a cliff. Okay, here's a very. I mean, I wouldn't say under the radar Michael Jackson song because what even is under the radar with Michael mm-hmm. Jackson? But Human Nature. Human Nature by Michael Jackson. I I know I say that with a question, but I yeah, know if I but, hear it, I, I Human Nature is not one of my buddies in high school. Actually, I think it was. I think it was my buddy Jose Huato. Human Nature. Um, but yeah, he. He said Human Nature by, and it changed my life. I was like, this is, it's insane. It's on that really popular album of him, like, oh, leaning yep. down it's, in his yep. white tux. Yeah, thrill, the, the Thriller album. Yep. Yeah. Thriller, okay, yeah. I know exactly what the song yeah. you're talking about. All right. That so is, that we, is actually we've, a damn good song. All right, all right. For for those of you listening, we 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 have been waiting. We've been waiting. We, we've <laughs> been <laughs> salivating at the moment. I, I am salivating. But before we get there, I just uh, want to say we just went through the 70s and 80s without mentioning ACDC. Ooh. We, but I mean, but 
Okay, yeah, yeah. And nineties. That is a. I was gonna say nineties. I mean, like they are. They're multi-decade. They are. They are also popular still to this day. I mean, Thunderstruck. I mean, any of that. Dirty Deeds. Dirty Deeds. All of it. I mean, what was the song? What was the song that Iron Man flew into on Iron Man Two? That was. Um, um uh, God, they they had um, the whole album. Shoot to thrill. Shoot to thrill. Right? Yeah, I, I think, think it was. Shoot yeah, to I think it was shoot to thrill. But I mean, the, just I think insanely. Yeah, I think they had a big album. Back in, in black. Back to black. Uh, back Hell's to black. bells. I mean, just some absolute bangers. All right, like I was saying, we have been <laughs> just sitting here patiently, salivating at the chance to break down the '90s, specifically grunge. This one. Let's really. I'm really just ready to focus on grunge. I'm not. I'm very excited. I'm not ready to break down '90s rap. That's a whole nother thing. That's a whole different day. Shout out NWA and, but we're we're sticking because that's just that's like '90s rap for me. I love NWA. Yeah, because '90s is there's a two there's very distinct, distinct categories. Of you 90s. were either you're this either class, camp A, or, yeah, camp or your B. camp B. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, let's. Let's just start off. With, let, let, we, let's save Allison Chains for like the like where we end. Like let's okay. say that's the yeah. pinnacle because Absolutely. there's so much there that it needs its yeah. time. So there's a lot to dissect. We'll just Alice drop in. We'll drop in. I have this play this absolute banger playlist that I've been building off of. It is eight hours long, eight and a half hours long. That's I've been building playlist. off of it since I was a freshman in high school. Okay, maybe even earlier. I had Spotify really early. I love Spotify. But, um, I'm an Apple Music kind of guy. Yeah. I'm one of those guys. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I mean, goodness, Pearl Jam. Yeah, Pearl just, Jam. I mean, just drop it down there and everybody's going to know at least one of their songs. Um, who else? I'm just going to go down the list here. Um, ooh, my goodness, so many. I mean, uh, I think that's one thing that was makes... Silver Silverchair. Silverchair, yeah, they actually had a couple really good songs. They were really popular. My dad pointed this out. They were really popular in like two thousand, like the mid two thousands, like two thousand seven. They had really popular songs in two thousand seven. You got Nirvana, of course. Uh, Oh, Nirvana! I mean, that whole decade. That's one thing that makes it. Here's the thing: this is interesting. Do you consider? There's a lot of people in the camp that don't consider Nirvana to be grunge. Really. Here is why. Okay. I and I I don't know how much truth or validity there is to this statement, but they say like besides the beside what's the oh gosh, people are gonna start freaking out if I don't know the album names. <laughs> In the Nevermind album. Yes. With the little baby. Yes, that's yes, uh, a very well known wow. one that everyone Great makes album. the jokes about. Anyways. That guy besides yeah, yeah, yeah they made a joke about the guy. I was yeah. like, he's like, they, they showed my dingling on an album cover. No, like, sorry, man, that's you. pop culture. You're that's so pop sued. culture, man. I think that guy was just down on his luck. There's no way that guy thought he was serious. Anyways, but like, besides that album, a lot of people say that a lot of their other music, maybe besides like Heart Shaped Box and that, doesn't sound anything like that album. Like, it's very different. It doesn't sound like traditional grunge. Yeah. That's what a lot of people claim. So they say, are they really truly a grunge band? But we don't need to, we don't need to do a second. I'm just pointing it out that a lot, some, there's people I've heard out there that they just they say that i'm like that it's crazy like like i don't know i think nirvana i think grunge no different than pearl jam or you right. know 
Audio and, Slave or Soundgarden or I think that goes into the camp of what is considered grunge at that mm-hmm, point because mm-hmm. that is a wide variety. When is it considered not grunge? Does it have to share the same you know? Is, heavy, there, is it about the sound? Yeah, is, is it about the sound? Is it about the vocals? Is it, yeah. is it about the what gravel? Is it? is it about the yeah. story? Is it about yeah. the you know the struggle? Yeah. Does everybody that's if to be considered a grunge artist does that mean you have to shoot heroin with your buddies? I don't know. <laughs> right? Do you I, need? I mean, do you need to be just absolutely cranked? It, I don't know. You you just cranked out of your mind (laughs) and that goes to the bigger question um i i would say nirvana honestly if you listen to i consider him grunge i'm sure i I, I absolutely they're they're poster child poster child poster child them and pearl jam poster child pearl jam and like once nirvana dropped you know i mean smells like teenage spirit that okay this is you're gonna change the game that is the most overrated song of the whole decade absolutely do you know that I was kurt did, cobain's like least, least yeah, favorite he, hit, song. he did he not like that song he did playing it yeah I, like, he, he didn't like that song nuts. i heard that too he yeah i heard that song i heard that too this is this is how much i don't like that song that's the only so that's one of their only popular songs that's not on any of my playlists because i'm just not a fan of it i think it's super overplayed yeah. i really I don't agree. think it sounds it really doesn't sound like any of their other songs not really like it's, if it's, you compare that to like lithium doesn't sound right. anything like lithium or Come as you are. I would say that song is definitely the most like kind of like pop, chorusy, like chorusy, like chorus-y. it has a chorus you can follow, and it's it's repetitive. It has got got some it's repetition, got, it's and got the repetition. It's just it's very easy to follow along, and it's it's, it's the most suitable yeah. for the radio. Yeah. Like that's yeah, what you'd expect. You turn on a '90s playlist, smell like Teen Spirit. Yeah, it's it's gonna, gonna it's be bound on. to be on there, 100. percent And I I agree with you. It's Incubus. Incubus. Oh my god. The Incubus had a couple Incubus bangers. has some bangers. Now, 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 TK, is that grunge? Was that, I is that considered consider, grunge? Well, they're at the tail end because the songs I'm thinking of are Pardon Me and Drive. Yeah, now. Off of wait, wait, the, don't tell me. I know the album cover. Yeah, I know you know the album cover, but it's Make Yourself. Is it 2001? 1999. Oh, 1999. So I'm saying, dude, you're hitting that tail end. Yep. I consider I consider them grunge. Tan- uh, Ooh, how about some tantric? Wait, repeat that. Tantric. Tantric. But this is where we're starting to get in that early 2000s because their 2001 was the really popular album they had. Right. So and we're I just, we're on that threshold where it's like exactly the songs, much. the music doesn't know time. time. The music's timeless. So it's. If an album comes out in 2000, yes, 2001. But it sounds just like still, the stuff being made 10 years ago yeah, or two five, years eight ago, years ago. It was yeah. still the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like that's not fair. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I, um, can, I consider them grunge. Yeah, and that's where I would argue the more of the sound. We're, I'm going to throw up some bands that are really going to... They're going to teeter. We're going to okay. have to discuss where they fit in. To... Okay, I'll, I'll say a couple. Three Doors Down. <laughs> three, okay. okay. Yeah, three Doors Down. Who else am I thinking of here? Where's three door, I was thinking Three Doors Down and... I got a good um, argument for Three Doors Down. I would say Three Doors Down and Daughtry because they kind of sound oh, similar to me. Okay. Yeah, so obviously I, I'm guessing you love them both too. Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Dodgy, I mean, I mean, that was our I think any any guy who was born around <laughs> us that their dad played football in high school was listening to like three. I mean, anybody. Yep. Everybody knows like, oh my gosh, oh my, my dad. Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I would argue that is that is the byproduct of grunge, but I would I would not classify that as, as grunge. grunge. Okay. Because I would say the same, but I. Yeah, I would say the same because they don't quite sound. They don't sound the same. And they the do reason not sound why like is because if. I have to guess. I would say both. Daughtry was 2005, right? Yeah, but like they were, they were, they were that early 2000s. So yep. was Three Doors Down, and they kind of, you know, it wasn't necessarily. They kind of 
the paradigm of rock shifted. Yes. It had more of the pop culture. Because a lot of people would say Daughtry and Theodore's Down is soft. Or con- considering yes. like other of, stuff. There's... I know a lot of people that say that. That yeah. Daughtry's very soft and it's okay. not really considered rock. Yeah, that, they kind of shit on it too because he was an American Idol winner and all this. Yeah. He's, Chris Daughtry's a very nice guy. I don't know if anybody's listened to him talk or be on podcasters. He is a genuinely is very he? nice guy when you listen to him. He's a very... Yeah. chill dude he doesn't really he just kind of likes to meditate and sing and he's got a crazy voice and he was absolutely insane on masked singer he was the rottweiler on masked singer really he okay. was insane That's he a cool show. did so many songs that were like pop based or like nothing related to rock and he killed him he killed he did a hall and out song he did really? Maneater. he did man eater by he Hall and, and oh, he wow. killed it it was insane like a dude who's only really done kind of this rock genre and he comes in and he, he does a pop song and just murders it, just it on stage. It. And it's oh, all live. It's all live, obviously. Yeah. Oh, I gotta listen to that. He got second. He got second. I was kind of pissed. Oof. He couldn't dance, though. And the guy who won could dance. I can't remember the guy who won. Oh, he's the guy on Whose Line Is It Anyways? You know that one with the three I or do. four dudes? I do. It's the uh, African-American gentleman. I can't remember his name. Um, um, he's super famous, though. Everybody yeah. knows that guy. He can dance That's, really, really uh, well. I never got I super. I've seen it. Look it up yourself. Look it up yourself. If you're listening. Look it up yourself. You got a phone. <laughs> yeah, you got a. Dude, you got a magic box yeah, in your hand. I yeah, know you're. You yeah, you're enabled. Who else? I'm trying to think. We're not just absolutely blowing by candle box. Candle box. Oh my god. Whoa. Oh god. We are getting whoa, deep. Whoa. We are getting. That deep. is. Pure. I haven't even dropped Temple of the Dog, man. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah, we haven't Temple even dropped Temple of the Dog. <laughs> we haven't even got into Chris Cornell, man. Which we oh, have to. That's a whole hour segment. I mean, that right candle box. Well, actually, that's funny. There can- that candle box album we're thinking of is called Candle Box. Yeah. It's 1993. That's 93. When, okay. When you look at some. 93 was a I will, prime and I will, year. I will argue this to the day I die. Yeah. 92. Well, honestly, no. Like 90, if I had to take two years, if we can only take two years out of 90, 93 and 94. Okay. Those were prime years. Prime years. years. Okay. Prime. So, so you have the Candle Box album, yes. and then Dirt came out in 93, correct? I think so. I think, I think so. it was 93. I think that's right. Dirt came out. And then Nirvana released their final album in 93 or 94. Yeah, so, but they're around there. You know, they're all around there. It's like 92, 93, 94. Yes. That, yeah. was, that was a prime decade. Yes. And then on top of that, you had 10 released by Pearl Jam. Yes. Which was the one of the greatest albums of that genre. Dirt was 92. 92. Dirt okay. by Alice in Chains was 92. 92. Okay. What do we got? What was the album that had... In Utero, In Utero by Nirvana was 93. 93, okay. I think that would make, um, that would make, oh, that would make Nevermind 91. Nevermind was 91. 91. So 91, okay. I mean, like, all those just right in there. And I just, I just want to point out, like, that is crazy. Oh my goodness. The 90s era of music was defined in five years. Some, 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 could, some could literally argue even less. Less. It was such a small period. Alice in Chains, Nirvana, they very had a small window of gap where they only produced three or Pearl four Pearl Jam, albums. Temple of the Dog. Um, uh, was Sound, Soundgarden was first Sound. before Audio Slave. They were before Audio Slave. Yes, they were before. Audio Slave yeah. came in the early 2000s. In the early 2000s, yeah. Soundgarden. Which is, oh, and intense. where, oh, Joe, do tell the audience, where did the whole grunge scene start? Oh, right in our backyard. Right, right in our backyard of Seattle, Washington. Seattle, Washington. Imagine that. Great. Who? Great yeah, place. it's just absolutely insane. Some of the best music I think ever made yeah. to this day is made in Seattle. A lot of a lot of great music history comes from that area, especially in the '90s. But I mean, obviously, yeah. you had Jimi Hendrix and 
Ooh, we're kind of so. Where would you throw in? Let's. We're, we're getting on those about those teetering bands. Where would you put Godsmack? Godsmack. I'm a big Godsmack oh. guy because they are not okay. grunge. To me, they are not grunge. They are metal. Okay. There's a lot of their stuff that's metal to me. I I, I yes. like to work out to their yes. music, but wow, like I, they I, they I, teeter on that like 99, 98. That, yep. Um, oh my gosh, bro. Uh, I, I obviously they they're a derivative of. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because I just saw another band name, but keep going. Uh, they're obviously a derivative of grunge. I, I could be wrong, but there is a uh, Alice in Chains song called Godsmack. And reading through... That sounds right. Yeah, that's right. That's there, right. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's right. And there's a fandom that would suggest that Godsmack was named Godsmack because of that song. I mean, and there are fans not a bad, that's Chains. not a hard stretch. It's that's not, not a far stretch. Not a far stretch. And I don't want to, you know, spread false right. information, but well, that's what I It's just a theory. You're not yeah. claiming. You're just making a theory. Yeah. All right, let's... Here's another band that you are a fan of. My dad is a big fan of. Okay. I'm a big fan. Seven, Mary, three... <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's a great. We love that. That's a great. Seven thirty three. That big. That cumbersome. one. Cumbersome. Yeah. Like when the, it's the famous out that album cover where he's chopping the wood on the he's cover. Chopping like, the wood. Yeah. Ni- that's ninety five. That's nineteen ninety five. Ninety five. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I take back what I said an hour ago. Oh, if I could go back. You going? You going ninety two? God, I wish I was ninety. Oh, wait, really? Oh, like you said, yeah. 91, 92, 93, 94, 95. That's five years. That you said five, five years. years. You said crime. five years. And that was, you know, crash and burn. Crash. Okay, and there's one band. They burned the so bright. They burned themselves out. This one band we have not talked about yet in the nineties. Whoa, I'm interested to know what you're about to say. And you know, I I think they're one of the most. I wouldn't say underrated. We've talked they about get overlooked. Oh, underrated. So when you if think you of, say blind melon, I'm gonna reach across the table and slap you in your face. <laughs> Do yeah. not say blind. Dude, melon. blind melons actually—they're not even grunge. They're not really grunge. underrated. But so no, when you think of power, you know the grunge movement. You think Nirvana. You think Alice in Chains. You think Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Soundgarden, because that's the Seattle sound. Mm-hmm. That was Seattle. But Stone Temple Pilots. Stone Temple. I swear Pilots. I said them. Swear I said them. Did you say them? Oh, maybe I didn't say them, but I was looking at their songs that I have on my playlist. And I was looking at their okay. album because Plush, Plush came out. Plush, in... the acoustic version of Plush. Oh my god! I don't think I've heard the acoustic. I've only heard... Plush. That album, Core, came out in Core. 1992 by Stone Temple Core. Pilots. Such a great album. Yeah, my that's yeah, that's an insanely good album. And uh, so, what I would argue was. With Stone Temple Pilots, I think that is a huge part of grunge. Um, when you yeah. when you talk about Scott Weiland, Weiland, the main singer of of Stone Temple Pilots, mm-hmm. that's everything. I mean, it's the chord. You know, they mm-hmm. have the same power chords, yeah, and they speak from pain, from experiences yeah. of you know drugs. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very, it's very, very pain based music. Yeah. I would say. I'm not saying. In total, I'm just saying in general, if we were to summarize it and it needed to be summarized by one word, it would be pain or it just comes from trauma or something like that. And Um, yeah, and it just, that sits, that just resonates with a lot of people. And it doesn't even, I mean, you and I have never done heroin. No, that's that's something we can not experience. We We can't connect with that. Yeah. But with that being said, we still feel that. Like when Scott Ryland's screaming on that and you know, and those songs, I feel that. Yeah. When Lane Staley, I felt that, man. I felt, I felt that. that. I felt that, man. I felt <laughs> oh, that. Oh, see you oh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah I oh felt my gosh, that. Yeah. And um, it, it, let's argue this. 
Who's alive from that 90 to 95 Ooh. period? Scott Weiland died. Lane Staley's yeah. dead. Kurt Cobain's dead. What were you Chris doing? Cornell's what dead. were you doing when you found out that Cornell was dead? Oh or gosh. He had passed. Because that was my senior year. That was 2018, I believe. Was that 2018? Pretty sure. Either that or Whoa. Chester Bennington was 2018. Oh god, yeah. Because Chester was like a whole year after, almost to the day. If I remember correctly, I might be completely wrong on that, but I know he was around there. You're right, 2017. So 2017 for, wow. for Cornell? It was Cornell. And then I believe 2018 was yep. Chester Bennington. It's a year yeah. later. For those of you who don't know, Chester Bennington is the lead singer of Linkin Park. If you've ever watched Optimus or uh, Transformers, you know exactly who Linkin Park is. <laughs> and if that's where you know them from, that's okay, because that's where a lot of people found him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. No, that's a good point. Who is alive? Who's alive? Who's alive? Better. Better. Eddie Vedder. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. You, you have your one-hit wonders in there. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, they're not the. They weren't the. They weren't the. When you come, when it comes to the power core. Let me. There was another. Oh, and I think yeah. that really speaks volumes of what grunge stands for. I mean, it's sad because all of them, you know. I would argue none okay. of them reached their prime as well. Yeah, because who who know this is one of, I'm sure you think this same way. Who knows what on earth Allison Chains could have accomplished? Oh my god! If, yeah, they only had so um, three, it was three really. I mean, three power. Two albums. of them were really power albums, but the third one, like it, they it had is an EP too. album. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, the EP album is one of my favorites. A lot of people forget about that. But Jar of Flies, yeah. You had, Dirt. Yeah. You had Allison Chains, the three leg dog. Yeah, three leg dog. But then what was the one that uh, Man in the Box was on? It was that weird guy. It was like it was like facelift, facelift, facelift. Um, and I think that was my. Are we forgetting one? I think that was. Those it. are those. Those when I think of those, those are the ones I think. Jar of Flies, Dirt, Three Leg Dog. You got you got all those on there. And then the EP. Yeah. I think that was it. And um, so I also for the listeners, if you are into Allison Chains. One of my personal favorites. Wait, well, you can't go here yet. I have an oh, egg. We okay, can't sorry, do this yet. Sorry, we, not there we got yet. some more bands to sorry, talk about. We got, then yeah, we can start choosing. Yeah, we can't. We'll, we here's can't, what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. We will do when we when we we're in the nineties. When we end, when we end of the nineties, when we end this, I will say you get to choose one band. Mm. And you get to choose. I'll say two songs. Okay. Oh, okay. because the nineties. We oh, could gosh. honestly we could sit here and we could talk about our favorite song from each band, but that would oh. take forever. Dude, we'd be here all night. We'd be here all we'd night. Here all night. <laughs> which we were out of that. I could talk about You're this all wrong. night. There Army is one band I do need to give mention to, yep. and I got into them way later. And I'm sure you're not. I'm honestly, I guarantee you're not going to know who they are. They are very, very underrated. They have some really good songs. This is a shout out to Mr. McDonald, Mickey D himself, because I. My history, my high school history teacher, Mr. McDonald, was on his other buddy's podcast, and they were talking a lot about what we're talking about right now with 90s music and them growing up in the Seattle area and them like living through all that stuff. It was really awesome to listen to. But he name-dropped this this band called Melvins. The Melvins. <gasps> the Melvins. You know the Melvins? Yeah, the Melvins. Oh my goodness, dude. <laughs> the Melvins. Had really, like, they had the Honey Bucket, or it's the, the Houdini, uh... Houdini album. Honey Bucket was, I think, one of their songs. Yes, yeah. yes, Honey Bucket, yes, like yes, a, yes. But that was 1993. And then the song I really like by them, the song I really love by them is Revolve because it almost, and that's 1994 on their album Stoner, Stoner Witch. 
It was uh, Revolve, and that's the one I like to listen to when I lift. And it sounds like Metallica. It oh, sounds like early okay. Metallica when you listen to them. It's very that trippy. Because you would hear that on the radio. You'd be like, man, this this is Metallica. But no, it's not. It's got, it's got the It's kind of got those. Authentic yeah. uh, metal. Very raw. Very, very raw. raw. Yep. Melvins are, the Melvins are very raw. They're... Metallica is somebody we have not. Heard. I know, but Metallica is not grunge. It, we no, have no, absolutely not. Metal. I mean, they're the king. I mean, they are... You would need your own separate podcast. To talk. I needed yes. a whole other episode just to talk about Metallica because yes, same. they're the, one of those bands that we can agree transcend decades and transcend generations. Yes. You know, just they're just they're longevity. If, if you they are in the United States and you've never heard Enter Sandman at a event or function, you live under a rock. Then you, there's no other explanation. You, know. <laughs> you live under a rock if you've never heard Enter Sandman. It's just that simple. Um, the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. What is it? Bullet with Butterfly Wings? Yes, that's a great song. And 1979? Uh, yep, 1979. That's a very nostalgic song. Very nostalgic. For some reason, every time I hear that song, I think of, you know, like, senior year high school, when you have that... Interesting. When you have that, like, melancholy feeling of, wow. I never asked you, what were you listening to, like, your senior year from this decade? This decade, yeah, everything we just said. Okay, okay, everything we just same said. thing, same thing. I just yeah. I figured, but yeah. if that's the song that sticks out to you for your senior year is like nineteen seventy nine. That's one of them. Yes. Okay. I, I would say later, more college. Okay. It, it's more. I get a when Taking I back still. To I get a melancholy like feeling. No hey, pun wow. intended. I was going to say, that's no a lot pun of pun intended. intended. For those of you listening, that the reason there's pun there, uh, uh, there's a pun there is because their album was called the... It was Mel- called... The Infinite... Something... The sadness. Melancholy, yeah, Infinite Sadness and the Melancholy Drive. It's Sign me up. But it's got Melancholy yeah. in the album title. Oh, okay, yeah. that's going to... I'm going to hate myself if I can't finish it. God, that album cover is infamous. Crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. That was an infamous it's album. It's a trippy album cover. Me- melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. That is yes. the album. It's 1995. That was a great album. Yeah. But no, I Bullet get... with Butterfly Wings. That's a great song. The Ode to No One. Wow. Yeah. But do you Imagine get that same that? vibe of like high school, senior so, year, nothing matters? Here's what we're also going to start breaking down because we haven't started. Each one of... The, there's a lot, way, like drastically more 90s songs that when I think about them, I'm transported to a different time. Like there's a memory association with that particular song. Right. And with particular bands of where I was and what I was doing. And I was very, very interested because I know you have to be the same way mm-hmm. of where you were when you like, like break those Absolutely. down. Like you said, just one for senior. Do you even have ones that are earlier? Cause I know you said like, where, how did you start listening to these bands? Like, how did you get um, exposed to them? Cause I know, yeah. I mean, for sure it's my dad. 100% it's my dad. Yeah. I think environmental factors environmental. are huge with music, but so obviously it wasn't your mom. Cause your mom made fun of you for listening to certain. I, was, I, my mom was big into 90s. 90s I, okay. I just grew up listening to that era, 90s, just, yeah. 80s, 70s. Your dad too, um, obviously. I just, I grew up, I was big in a band. I, mm-hmm. I played in symphonic band. I played euphonium. And mm-hmm. it was just, I, I grew up loving music. Okay, I, I was wanted, not a band guy. What is that? What instrument is that? Uh, So it's, for the listeners listening, it, I, would, I would say it's like a tuba sh- that is shrunken. Oh, half, okay. Okay, half okay, 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 okay. Yeah. I know what, yeah, I know what that looked, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Yep. And so I just, you know, I grew up just loving music. I wanted to be a music teacher at one point, and I just... I Never wanted to be a musician? N- no, I did Just didn't know. It, it <laughs> wasn't did. in the cards, wasn't I, in the cards. I mean, we all dream of it, but I just... Yeah. I always knew, I like, I don't I just, 
I was like, I'm ne- I'll never be that caliber, you know? Yeah. So. So, yeah, drop some songs and where you are. You, you, you play that song. You get in your car right now tonight. You play a song. And where's it taking you? Do you want to sit on it and I can tell you mine? Yeah. Okay. I want to hear yours. I can go with one of the earliest ones. It is Dirt. Okay. The album Dirt by Austin Chance. Oh, great album. I am standing in, I mean, I, I'm probably 11 years old. I am standing in my old garage at my Pine Street house in Hermiston. My dad is either changing the oil on his 1998 or 99 Nitrain. Beautiful okay. Harley Davidson motorcycle. Very hard to find. But a lot of people don't want to sell them that year. It's just a it's a badass motorcycle. You, you look like a baller if you're riding one. 100%. <laughs> I'm not even talking that up because it's my dad. Even right. if my dad didn't own one, they're a baller motorcycle. Right. You put some 16s on that, some 16-inch APs, man. You're, you're rolling 16s. <laughs> and uh, he's playing that. And I remember vividly. He was he was doing something with the handlebars or something some of the oil he was doing something on the nitrogen. and he's like hey son go over to because my my mom and dad both massive CD cases like the like the zip I, up yes, the zip up yes. bo- like the zip up like books of CDs yep and he's like go get Allison Chains and I just remember seeing the CD and I don't think he even has it anymore the one that I'm thinking of and it was this girl on the cover in chains she's chained down in that in that dirt you see it on the front you know what I'm right about? yeah yep. and it's so i was like what there. the heck is this as a kid i was like what in the flip is this and i put it in he had this this um cd radio that would sit on the top of his workbench mm-hmm. put it in there and just that's that is what when i listen to those songs i'm that's where i am that's what i think about right. and that's yeah that's just it's got some there's there's that there's, nostalgia. it's just yeah nostalgia is like i feel like nostalgia gets overused but i mean like what, what, yes. uh, what i mean there's just that there's some Memory credibility there. There's some memory stored in those it in that. Yeah, it's your transporter. You can time. You can you can time travel when you listen to music. Hundred percent. I would argue, TK, that me and you live very similar childhoods. I mean, my dad. No shot. Up, no shot. No shot. <laughs> no shot. No shot, kid. No, but uh, yeah, I mean, my dad was you know he was he's very into mechanics, and that's one thing he's always. What do you? I never even asked. What do your parents do? Yeah, so, so my mom, she's a nurse and. What's this? I don't know the same Pendleton? term. In or Pendleton. St. Anthony's? In St. Anthony's for uh, like what the chemotherapy. Chemotherapy, okay. Uh, for cancer. Okay, cancer gotcha. specialty. Gotcha. I, there's a specific so, scientific name. All right, for that. so yeah, okay, okay. Sorry, I'm not. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm a business kid. A nurse is a nurse. A nurse is a nurse. Yeah, they can be nurse. specialized in any way they want to be. Yeah. And then my dad works uh, for a forklift technician and he, okay. he certifies in specializing in upkeeping and maintaining on call forklifts. Oh, okay. Specialties. So definitely mechanical. Yes, he's, he's an engineer mind background. mindset. And I, I remember that I just you know just several times of being in the garage and that kind of music was playing. And I do remember the flip case. Yeah. And I don't remember yeah. the actual CD, but I remember my dad did have the Alice in Chains unplugged and the Nirvana unplugged. Ooh. And that really opened the door for me into that nineties era. That's the one we've been sitting on this whole time is the unplugged. I said I yes. mentioned earlier, listener, that there's a band. And it is Allison Chains that plays an MTV Unplugged that I would say is my favorite. I've watched quite a bit of MTV Unplugged and ooh, man, I don't that's... even Nirvana doesn't even stack up to them. Not I, not in I agree. And neither does another one who's really good on Unplugged is uh, Chris Isaacs. A little wicked game. Chris Isaacs? Yeah. He's not grunge, but Chris Isaacs. I don't know if I know Chris Isaacs. What a wicked game you play. 
very well known. I didn't know he, he was kind of a heartthrob. He was like okay. he was a very handsome guy back in the day. Um, yeah, but so, so that's one. You're in his. You're in your garage too, and your dad's tinkering on something. Yeah, you know, just and that's just what's on. on. That's just and, what's on. And yeah, that's what's on. You know, Chris yeah. Soundgarden, Chris yeah, Cornell, sound. and just that era of music was just was just so it was there, okay. and that's where you are. <laughs> Wait, you grew up in Hermiston, right? Yes. You ever listening to? 97.1. Yeah. 97. 97. 97. Oh. Rock FM. <laughs> yeah. Remember the little or like. Or 106. Eagle 106.5. 106. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's always will be in green. Was 97 one that had like the Bob and Tom in the morning? Yeah. Bob, yeah, and, Bob Tom. and Tom. And they telling like, some dirty jokes. They tell dirty yeah. jokes. Oh my goodness. It always had that like pro- provocative voice. Oh. And it would always say like dirty jokes. Oh yeah. Oh, it was yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, and then they do the sound bites. Yeah, but they don't want to do that. That's, no, that, that makes they still bad. tell some pretty dirty jokes. I'd be sitting in the, like a tractor in the morning, and <laughs> I'd just be like Bob and yeah. Tub in the morning because I didn't want to start listening to a podcast yet because right. that's the only way to pass the time in a tractor or a combine. And yeah, I just be like, just terrible jokes, terrible. Oh, brutal. And uh, okay, so that's where you are for for those. Is there any other any other bands that uh oh you. Let's you know actually let's take a uh, let's take a brewski break here. We need a brewski break. We need a brewski I break. think our drinks are a little dry. Yeah, a little dry. Um, Been a little dry. We're gonna... I'm feeling parched. I think I need a wet oh, whistle yeah. again. Oh, yeah, yeah, how about you? All right, all right. Quite parched. We will be right back. All right, and we are back from another brewski break. Just chowing down or just absolutely slurping up this tequila like a couple of champs. Like a couple of degenerates. A couple of degenerates. So that's you're in your your dad's garage when you're listening to that, when you're listening to Cornell or yeah, Alice in Chains and the the Top Dogs. Yeah. So what what other bands are taking you back? What other time traveling are you doing? What other time traveling are we doing? I know I mentioned you know some, uh, Smashing Pumpkins in 1979. That one's really a big one for me. Um, and you said that takes you to senior year of high school. That really does. It, there is a feeling in senior year of high school that will never be replicated in a human being's life. It is a movie-esque. It's a movie It's the closest thing anybody will really come. I mean, I'm not saying everybody's high school experience is the same. I know there's a no. lot of people that hate high school. I guess there's a lot of people that love high school. No. I was in the camp. I really loved high school. I'm same. sure, yeah, I really liked high school. Same. So it was a very movie-esque type of feeling. Yep, and, you know, senior year, you really... It's a, it's a confusing time. I mean, you have so much. Everybody's telling you you have to figure out what you want to do, who yeah. you are. I mean, you're still just a young kid. and 18. You're 18, 18. 17, 18, 18. And you're just you're learning so much about yourself. And that song just brings the nostalgic factor of, wow, this is, you know, you're, it's summer. You're in this, this, this experience. And I, I, it's melancholy. It's like, wow, life is... It's bittersweet. Definition of bittersweet. It's bittersweet, and it will. There's no way. There's no words that can. Can you agree with me, TK? Yeah. Oh no, no. There there is no words. Right now, as you're talking, I'm thinking of like friendships that were just. Yeah. You felt like. Yes. They felt like they were unbreakable, and And maybe maybe they didn't get broken, but they just they kind of fade away. They fade away. They They change. They lessen. They become less prominent in your life. They Absolutely. take up less of your time. People move. They go to different universities. I mean, it's, it is the definition of just life happening. Yep. And and that's that's the really, that's what uh, 1979 really brings out in me. Um, another one. So is, where are you sitting? Where are you at when you're listening? Were you listening to that senior year? Is that why it takes you there? It, it doesn't. I mean, 
I would say that song really brings out like a montage of okay, okay. Of, of relationships that makes sense. you've had. Yeah. And like at that time, your 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 bond was unbreakable. Well, I'm sure you've watched the music video for 1979. I, I actually haven't. I, the majority oh. of it, they're kind of just singing and doing this montage in like a car. They're, they're in a doing, car. Yeah, they're just in a car. But it's very much like they're just a bunch car. of young kids yes. just just screwing around in a car. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's kinda... that really. That's that is the, the epitome of that song. Whereas. You're spending your whole time screwing around. Yeah. And there's yeah. nothing nothing to back it up. There's no you there's no rhyme around. there's no rhyme or reason. It's just and, yep. and a lot of pure those, organized chaos. Pure organized chaos. Um and another one I really think of, which is a really obs- obscured one, is uh do you know Mad Season? Is that the band or is that uh the band, yep. Uh I don't think so. River Deceit. Um so it's Lane Staley, uh, of Alice in Chains. He, uh, he, he, that was his last really, he, he left Alice in Chains, not left, that's not the right but Had it just, did a branch. Hiatus. It's just a hiatus not, and he's. Not a hiatus, but he did. A separate project. It's just a se- separate project. Yep, yeah. A separate project and River to Sea was one of the songs they did. In, in okay. There. I'm They're, definitely going to have to check that out. Oh God. It's one of the great, you, you'll know it once you hear it. Okay. And that song I really think of, um, it is. It, it, I know. Also, you and Grant have mentioned Allison Chains got you through some rough times in high school too. Just listening to that together. Oh yeah, we both yeah. talked about it. So I know that Grant, you got it. Good old yeah. Grant, Jack Wagon. Yeah, me and Grant. <laughs> we uh, I I wouldn't not to get like, not to get sentimental or anything. That's okay, but, man. But, but me and Grant, we uh, we have different. We had a lot going on freshman year. Yeah, we're still trying to figure out who we are. You yeah. know what. What, what we stand for and we have relationships that are senior year i didn't know who the hell i was senior year i thought Absolutely. i did i look back and i was like you didn't have a clue who you were and you didn't have a clue what was important or what mattered to you or yeah none of that and i'm sure 10 years from now we'll think the same thing we'll look yeah. back on something like who, who the, what the hell did you know kid mm-hmm. yeah my dad and i talk about all the time like all the things you think will be important in 10 years they probably won't i look they really back. probably won't I look back and I laugh. I laugh at those moments, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, you laugh because it's it's funny. You, it's just you, funny. It is funny. It's just like wow. So like hard. all these these little minute details. Like, yeah. what shoes am I gonna wear to school so I fit in? The classic yeah. fit in. What <laughs> yeah. am I gonna wear to impress that certain girl? Not saying I still don't right. do that. I mean, you know, chasing chasing tail. The that. chase. The chase is still <laughs> awesome. I love the chase. But um, <laughs> the pursuit. Everybody loves the pursuit. Right. But um. It's the game. I like to call it the game. The game. The big game. The big game. You're a big game hunter. You're hunting. You're hunting. But anyways, but anyways, yeah, you're yeah, like, you're you're like, like fitting in. Go back to fitting in. It's like, it's like a lot of the big messages. I told my sister too. It's like it's so. And my dad told me too when I was going through. And I just kind of reiterated. It's it's it's, it's so, high school is. It's it's a blink of an eye, and it is so wow. temporary. It is so temporary. Wow. And you know, TK, I think I think you really summarized that perfectly. It is temporary. Yeah, it is. And now that you say that, like it is in a blink of an eye. Like, what those four years felt like. I think college has gone by faster than high school for me. I, I would agree. I look back and I was like, I was a senior yeah. in high school last year. No, I wasn't. But that's Same. how it feels. I feel like I think COVID and the pandemic definitely has something yes. to do with that because we kind of had a scratch year there. But yeah, you know, it's, it's the same principle regardless. It's the same principle. You know, you feel like you were just there. I I would um. I'd also argue, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I feel like my freshman to junior year was a blur. Like, 
I, I, I remember stories. And my I remember freshman year was a blur. My sophomore year, I remember moments. My junior year was somewhat of a blur. Senior year, I remember it like it was yesterday. Same. Same. Senior, Senior was, year was a visceral. Was very, it, was very, it, was, it was slow because of COVID, I think. And COVID. Oh, wait. Are you, wait sorry. Senior. Are you talking high school? Yeah, talking, talking high school. I'm talking high school. Oh, my God. Are you talking, talking college? Are you talking college? Oh, oh, all right. All right. Let's okay. transition to okay. college. Okay. High school. Okay. I agree. Freshman to was, was junior kind of high school yeah. was, dude, that was a second. Freshman year, you're literally just trying to figure out, oh, my gosh, there's yeah. all these new people from like, well, trying to act do you have, does Pendleton have one middle school or two? They have one middle school. Okay. So you pretty much know everybody you're going to high school with. You do, yeah. Versus Hermiston, where you have Armand Larvey and you have Sandstone. Go Sandstone. Um, <laughs> and you have all these kids on the other side of town that you don't know. And maybe you've met some of them in sports and maybe through right. maybe early social media, early, early Snapchat, early, early Instagram. And then you get to high school and you're like trying to figure out who the flip are these people? Right. Are they cool? Do we still hate them because they went to Armand Larvey? They're our enemy. And they're like, oh, we're kind of chill now because we're in this together. Yeah, and we're like, in the same. You're back. You go from eighth grade. You're on top of the totem pole. You go to freshman year, bam, you're on the bottom of the food chain. And you're just trying to figure high school out. You have no idea what's going on. You have all this new freedom. Everything's a little bit more lax compared to middle school. I mean, you got phones. You can have phones at school. And you can, yeah, crazy. We were a real, like, test in society. Oh, yeah. It was a transitional period of the paradigm of, like, you know, like. I mean, what what was your first, like, handheld device? Okay. Could be a phone, could be like an iPod. My first handheld device, I did have a phone. I think my first one was sixth grade of middle school. It was, it was a, it wasn't a flip phone, but it was a flip phone. It was. So it was a flip phone and that was, you know, used for like. Like a Nokia? It was not a Nokia. Motorola? Uh, it what? wasn't a razor. Oh my god, razors! Razors! razors. Wow, <laughs> that's taking me back. I think my friend yeah. Reed, one of her first phones, was a big touchscreen. I'm pretty sure it was a razor, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah. Razors. I remember like thinking that was state of the edge. I was Dude, like, this is the like, shit. This is crazy. <laughs> that was the this shit. Is crazy. Oh my gosh. That was like yeah. the iPhone of the day. Yeah. Oh my lord. Like I. Uh, yeah. It was. Yeah. It was a knockoff flip phone. I don't remember what it was. Anyways. I just remember kids having those Motorola's and they would just chuck them at the cement and they would fall they apart break. and they wouldn't break. Yeah. Like maybe the back casing would come off, but nothing that happened That one to edgy kid, the, the fucking skater yeah. kid that wore the fucking monster shirts oh, with those Osiris those shoes. Hey, hey we're, 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 we're starting to clap. We're starting to talk in some cliches. With the Ken Block We're in some air walks or some tap out stuff. Some tap out, Tap yeah. out, man. Some vans. Well, no, some we affliction didn't really wear, gear. Everybody was wearing like air walks and tap out shoes mm-hmm. way before vans were popular, man. Way before. Way before way that before. was what a skater Dude, if you wore vans, you were a poser. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a poser, a man. Poser, you're dude. a fucking poser. Yeah. Yeah. What are you a joke? What are you? Get out of my jabroni? skate park. Get out of my skate park. <laughs> you're a poser. You will, yeah. yeah. I, never, I, never, I never. did try. I was. A, I was. I had a razor scooter for a long, oh, long time. You take one of those to the ankle. Oh. You, Good night. Pure pain. Pure pain. It is like yeah. the memes say. It is pure pain. It. That is probably the most painful thing yeah. I went through as a kid. Yeah. Where do we, we just got to high school from? Where? Just talk. Oh, 1979. 1979. And 1979. Talk about you and Grant and Alice Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that you got any others or you're just like, just teleported? Teleported back to that moment. Um, I'm talking like, like, like you're vivid. there. It is vivid. Yeah. I would, I would I say really. More. And I think I mentioned it already, but I, I, I would say the two unplugged albums of Alice in Chains and Nirvana. I just remember writing with my dad in those two CDs. 
were played a lot and yeah. growing up that that's you know that's that influenced me a lot in that in that environment of just the pure raw emotion and the power chords i mm-hmm. mean jerry Cantrell. oh my gosh mm-hmm. one of the greatest guitarists of that era yeah, I would say mine for Dirt, the album Dirt, was definitely my dad's garage. Another one I have is um, a UK band. I think they were UK. Kings of Leon was UK. Oh! They were not American. The, you are correct. Kings yeah, of Leon is are UK. UK. So, and there's another interesting fact before I, 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sex yeah. on Fire. Yeah, Sex on Fire. Yep. Sex on Fire, I'm pretty sure, was the number one song in the UK for like three years straight. Years. nuts nuts <laughs> kings of land was huge over there when they dropped they were huge and then that was like 2008 or 2000 that, maybe yes, maybe 2000. that was later that'd that be was like 2009 definitely... so they're not grunge definitely but i'm just going on that same but, vein of just visceral yeah. experiences with music i remember we were listening to that kings of leon that album with sex on fire on it and the one with like the weird like kind of butterfly looking thing on the front yes whatever i can't remember it was one of the i think it was their best we, album yeah that was like album. that was their most known yeah, yeah. um it was that see it was that album and we would be in my dad's old well not old but like his 2000 something early 2000 something uh green extended cab silverado yeah um, okay we would be driving to pick up another guy on my football team he lived over in echo and we'd be listening to that all the way there we we're getting ready for great kids football some like that pre uh, uh, that pre middle school football league we have in Hermiston, oh, and okay. we'd be listening to that every time. That's what we're thinking about. For yeah. some reason, in my mind, it feels like it's either late at night or in the morning where it's dark out. But we're listening to that album, and, and that, that is where I'm taken to every single time. It's great it's not, football. It's not such a good feeling. Oh it's well, feeling. I mean, it was a good feeling. I wasn't overly, I wasn't overly fond of football. Yeah, I was. I just. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I had good memories for football. Football's fun. Made a lot of friends. Friends I still talk to okay. now. But I think me and you have the same childhood. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, football was fun. I, I it just, love, like, yeah. my dad My dad has a different view on it than I do. My dad just says I didn't like getting hit. Me, I didn't like hitting people. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. I just don't. Yeah. I don't know. It just wasn't my thing. I was like, I'd rather. I, I One year, I think I tried. I doubled. I did soccer and football. Mainly, I think it did soccer, not because it was good. Mainly, just out of spite of yeah. my dad, I was just like, you know, screw you, man. I'm stick it to, I'm gonna stick it to you. I'm stick gonna do. I'm gonna do soccer. Dude, I'm gonna do. I'll play some football. <laughs> I'll play some football. football. <laughs> and uh, was terrible. I was terrible. I think I was one of the two. Fuck, I, had to run. I was one of two uh, white kids on the team. It was awesome though. <laughs> oh yeah, it was awesome. Hurt. It was my yeah, buddy yeah, Thomas. Yeah. It was my buddy Thomas. We're still friends to this day. Um, and then yeah, after that, I was like, yeah. Then I found my running. Running was my passion after that. I realized I like oh, really? running a lot. Okay. Love running, but that's yeah. yeah. That's where I'm taking Kings of Leon. That album, I'm there. That's where I'm at. Transported every time. That's a great so, album. Yeah, and that's, that's a, a great era. Yeah, Kings of Leon is pretty good. Definitely not grunge. Definitely not even close to the '90s. I mean, that's like mid to yeah. You know, but late I, teens. I would also argue, just because it's not grunge, it still has it's still the evolution it has of its grunge. own distinct sound. It has it its own. But grunge created that era of music. It opened this door for this not rock, but also not like light male not, vocals. They're not light male vocals. It's a very niche. It's a niche, yeah. And I, it's niche because it's it's niche only in genre. Genre. It's not niche in how like how popular it was because right. it is not small and how popular it is. I mean, this no. is 
had, I mean, I remember I was in a, like an English course. Did you ever have Fleming, Professor Fleming? I did. Yeah. yeah. Great gal. Love yeah, she yeah. loved Eddie Vedder. She was a huge Vedder. Yeah. I remember we were talking about significant, um, like, uh, cultural artifacts, is what we're talking about. And some gal in the class, some gal, just says, um, oh, she says... Co- uh, Kurt Cobain's uh, journal or something like that because he didn't have a journal he did he wrote uh, all this like, he, yeah yes. all this stuff and yep. she said that would be a cultural artifact and I just remember whirling my head like <laughs> somebody else in this world knows who Kurt Cobain is this is freshman year of college I was like come again right. what did you say and I was like I mean I don't know a lot of gals that listen yeah. to that stuff either and I was like I mean not saying they don't I'm just I had not experienced a lot of gals listening like I guarantee do you know another individual that's not male that knows Allison Chains. Because um, I sure as hell do not. I, 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 and maybe that just means I don't know enough women, but I, I, I mean, I think I, I know. I, I know my mom does. Yeah. yeah and then, okay, like, yeah, maybe my cousin. Uh, that's a cop. That's out, too. Okay. That, that, that's yeah, a yeah, cop. I like, dude, I'll see it. All right. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah, that's but funny. no, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's just. They know, they know it, the songs, but they don't know yeah, who they are. And it's just, maybe it's not, and maybe it just doesn't. I mean, Women and men are very different. Maybe it just doesn't resonate with yeah. them like it does and, with men. Know, I don't know. We I mean, share the know. same experiences. A lot of people didn't grow up in the same environment, in the same you know genre of music. Um, I know a lot of people growing up really liked the Police and you know kind of more of that yeah. that eighties yeah. that that sound yeah. of uh, like like they when they think of rock when you think of people yes. like when you talk about like they're they're. What they think of as like Def Leppard and Motley Crue right. and Kiss and kind of like that eighties yeah. butt rock. And then when we think, when I think of rock, I, I kind of do think of them because rock and metal are very different in my mind. Yep, I agree, and that's when you I get like to Metallica. listen. Yes, and metal is when you're really getting yeah Metallica. I mean, we would need a I need a whole another whole episode other to break down heavy metal. And yeah. I'll just, I'm gonna plant a seed. I'll plant a seed. I I, I please like do Metallica. please do. But once again, I, I have a lot of bones to pick with Metallica. With them or certain songs? With Metallica. I have a lot of bones to pick with Metallica. Oh, I don't even want to open that. Well, I don't even want to open that up. Day. I don't that's even want to open that up day. because I feel like we'd argue. I feel like we'd argue. You probably would. Because like Metallica I, to me is like... like I like, like Metallica. Is it is it like them the as a band or them individu- as individuals? Individuals okay. and more of their okay. politics. Okay. It's well, not hey, necessarily hey, their songs. Hey. I, I like Metallica. Okay. Well, then, you really, then really you don't have a bone to pick with them... In the musical sense, you have a bone to pick with them personally. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. That's and that's... I can understand that. And that's, because, that's subjective because music... They're very interesting. Okay. Lars Lars is a very interesting guy. He's a very They're interesting They're all interesting dude. guys. Yeah. They're very different guys. Yeah. They do not see eye to eye. They've had uh-huh. breaks where they were fighting. I mean, had a lot of... It's a very well-known... What's the documentary on them? Wasn't it called the, uh, the Something the Monster? Like Into the Monster? Is it, there was that documentary. There's something Monster. They've had a couple. Yeah, there's. It was a very controversial with Lars. Yeah. He, um, Lars was, has a pretty. I mean, as I remember, I could be clear. Mar- Lars has a really big ego. He does. I'm not saying I'm not. I I'm, think he. What's yeah. Uh, Hetfield, James. Hetfield. James Hetfield. Yeah. Yep. He, not saying he doesn't either. He has a big, yeah. e- and he's admitted he has a big ego. They just is a lot of colliding, colliding things. Right. Yeah, and like. So I, I guess it's a little biased on my part because. I know a lot of people hate Pearl Jam and, and Metallica. And, and I'm not friends with those people. 
and uh, like Rage Against the Machine, like Ooh. Rage Against the Machine is too political. And it's like, well, that's what they stand for. That's that's, that's literally you what can't the take fuck. politics out of Rage yeah, Against the Machine. That's like, part of the that's art. what they are. That's what they are, and like that's what makes the music so great. Like just because like that's part of what made it so so great back then. If you were to, I know there's the famous quote. Drugs, sex, and rock and roll. But if you were to take it and broaden that to include multiple decades, not just the 80s, because that was more of an 80s reference. Yeah. And maybe even late 70s. It would be drugs, sex, rock and roll, politics. Politics. politics and that would huge. that would get oh, almost God. everything. Ooh. That would get all of every rock band ever probably. Oh, yes. Is writing about one of those things. And if we jump back to the 70s, the Vietnam era, oh my yeah, God. Politics. That's... That's a huge rabbit hole. For those music. of you out there who like Bruce Springsteen and think, you know, CCR. you like the boss. What's his, uh, what's his, that was his name, right? The boss. They call the him boss. the boss. Yeah. Let's go Bruce Springsteen. Oh, that was okay. His, nickname. his yeah. nickname. If you like the song Born in the USA, I am here to tell you Look up the that is not about American Patriot. pride. That Dude. is not about being a patriot. That is about protesting the Vietnam War. And yep. you think I'm crazy? You go look at those lyrics. Look up the lyrics. It's pretty dark. It man. is pretty. Yeah. The I did a little. I did a little. Yellow man. Yeah. It's not what you think it is. And I get it's catchy. And I'm not saying it's a bad song. In fact, it's a fantastic it's a song, song. But it is not like a. I'm on fire. Hey, little, little mama. Daddy that's, a yeah, little, that, that's a little edgy song. That is a very edgy Creepy. song. You. I tried uh, not to listen to the lyrics on that one because yeah, that one gets a little hairy for me. Yeah, that's a rough one. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's another rabbit hole. Of, politics is, I think, very part of music. And I know a lot of people don't like Pearl Jam because of that, but that is also part of Pearl Jam. Yeah. Politics are huge. Rage Against the Machine, it was, it was sticking it to the man. Killing in the name, name of it. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's part of it. Yeah. And I, I don't think that's fair to disenfranchise what they are. Yeah, so... But uh, I, all right, so that's a great. We've talked about memories. We've talked about experiences with these songs. Ours, I think, are pretty. I mean, yeah, they're memories, but coming compared to a lot of other people's memories, I think with these songs, I bet there's some crazy flipping stories out there about what people oh, were doing gosh. with these songs. Yeah, yeah my worst, would, my worst fear is worst fear. I mean, I'm sure your worst fear is like, oh, son, you were you were conceived to this song. And I'd be like, <laughs> oh my lord, I'm gonna puke. <laughs> that's just a joke. I'm sure that's not true. Just think, DJs, that happened to somebody, if not yeah. you. If not me, if you're not a lot of somebody people. hit the lottery. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh man. But you get what did I say? One band, two yeah. songs. One band, two songs. Nineties. Nineties. Okay. And then we can maybe give an honorable mention to some early two thousands gigs and yeah. Okay. Um, if I have to do one band and two songs. I mean, 90s, I could give you a list of 5 to 10, but I, I know, I'm i biased. I got to go with Allison Chains. Yeah. One of my favorite bands of all time. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Unplugged. Okay. This one for the first choice. Okay. I would, I would go. Uh, are you in a nutshell? Um, yeah, you are. You're going to go nutshell. Uh, no, I, I, Nutshell's a great song. Don't get me wrong. But wow, I'm I'm actually happy that you throw me for a whirl here. I w- I just had you pegged as you would say nutshell. Um, but I am not going to go. Uh, I'm not gonna go with nutshell. Okay, Sludge Factory. Oh shoot, that's a great one. Uh, no excuses. Live is a great one. No, but you can't take no excuses. That's my number one. 
Does that can't take my one? number one. No excuses. Live is in, is insane. Uh, down in a hole. Down, down in a hole is my okay. number one. That is an extremely respectable choice. Gosh, and and the harmony between Lane Staley and Jerry Cantrell. I just love it's like that the, song. The, the acoustic really oh thrives. I mean, not that it doesn't thrive on all the other songs in that album. Oh. But it's just like the like the you know just oh it's just there and it's like bim, bim, it's like, just it plucking just it just plucking every, every time. Every time I listen to that song, I get goosebumps. But huge shout out to Scotty uh, Scotty Olson. Of Heart. We didn't mention oh, Heart yet. Heart, Scotty yeah. Olson played uh, second guitar on the Unplugged album. And um, he shreds in the song uh, Got Me Wrong. He's playing the Got Me Wrong. Yeah. The, oh, he shreds that song. That yeah, Unplugged CD. It. So in my Subaru, I had a six CD changer. I'm pretty sure I recommend. I've, I've okay. referenced that on other, <laughs> uh, other episodes. Six CD changer. That's a flex. Yeah, that is a flex. Most people, they're just constantly swapping CDs. Me? Effortless. <laughs> Not me. Effortless. I this put my guy. six bangers on, and I I'm just, the they're there. Package. I got some Michael Jackson, Holland Oates. Yeah. We got, um, oh gosh, who else? What was the band I was talking to you about? It wasn't 90s. It was a, not Floater. It was, Floater. <laughs> you know Floater? Yeah. You know Floater? I know Floater. So you know where Floater's from, right? Uh, Eugene. Are they from Eugene? Eugene, Oregon. That's the big... Floater, yeah. You like Floater? Yeah, I love oh, Floater. Okay. Oh, do you not like them at all? I, I, I joke They're very it. out I there. Joke. It's a, they're very out they're there. They're out there. It's they're they're kind of like, like Tool, where like, yeah, you don't show it's, it's your abstract. friend Tool. It's abstract. It's very out there. It's very abstract. So you're taking... You're taking... Um, I. You're taking I, Down in the Hole. I mean, if I had to choose, I'm going to choose Down in the Hole, Down in the Hole, because God, Jerry Cantrell... When the part where they cut in and out, and it's just the solo guitar and Jerry Cantrell singing over Lane Staley, all oh, gives me goosebumps every time. And the third, it's on the bridge. The bridge of that song is amazing. And for our listeners, this is a very controversial second pick, but one of my favorite Alice in Chain songs is Right Turn off of the album EP. Mm. Um, it's with uh, Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell. That's Lane right. Stanley. You told me about the song. And oh. I was like, oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. I freaking love that song. It's a great one. Um, but I could I could go on a tangent yeah. about the unplugged version of Alice in Chains yeah. with other ones. I mean, you had Pearl Jam. You had Stone Temple Pilots, which is a very underrated unplugged album. And I mean, you had Eric Clapton unplugged. Well, that's a you got a lot of unplugged. Got, yeah, yeah. It's exactly, there's a million. There's a lot of them. Was it Sludge Factory? Where's the one like you and me oh, and my home yes. folk? That was Sludge Factory. Sludge Factory, yep. That's a great one. It it's a very sad song. Yeah. And it goes into oh, I guess I'm talking yeah, about I know, it. I know, I know. It, I know. It really goes into For the, for those of you listening, jo- Joey, he he goes even deeper than I do on I've particularly a- particularly Allison Change with just the meaning of lyrics. And like what the song really means versus what you think it means. For example, you just want to drop a really quick example. Rooster. What is Rooster about? Oh my gosh. Rooster is about Jerry Cantrell's dad who fought in the Vietnam War. Was it dad or uncle? I think it was his dad. Dad. It was his dad. And he was nicknamed. And this is subjective. I I don't want to spread misinformation. But, you know, his his nickname was the Rooster. And it was about the Vietnam War and his dad never wanting to talk about about that it was a very dark side of his family life yeah 
Um, and so, and that's just a little. That's just a tidbit of one of the songs. And yes. every single one of the songs, there is inf- there. I mean, there's a ton of references to. I mean, so his life. Absolutely, and I think Sludge Factory, in my opinion, is one of the most underrated songs. See, in that I'm going to tell you what I think it's about since I don't. This is this is what I think it's about, just based off me listening to it. I've yep. never looked in the lyrics. Yes. Based on Sludge Factory, I would think it's either about the, and this is just spitballing, it's either about just the corporate, the industry, okay, yes. or it's about like the pharmaceutical industry, just because sludge is like you're you're getting you, pumped, yeah. You are. But I just think about the corporate industry, yes. just you know, like this, this the, the corporate industry. You hit the nail on okay. the coffin. All right, so, see, and I've never looked up the lyrics, so I have no idea what the song's about. So like, um, so I'm gonna just say the first, the first, yeah. Uh, or, uh, not chorus yeah. melody of the song. And like like I've said previously, like I would play the songs, but I just don't but, even want to get into copyright right. infringement. Stuff. That's it's yeah, just I don't, not I don't even... you. Could, am I allowed to say MTK? Yeah, you can say them. You just yeah, you can say them. I won't sing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody, me, everybody wants to hear that. Everybody wants to hear that. So so the first the first melody goes not chorus. Ah, I'm drunk. I'm drunk. First line. Check check check. Uh, so so you insult me in my home. You're forgiven this time. Things go well, your eyes dilate, you shake, and I'm high. Look in my eyes deep and watch the clouds change with time. 20 hours won't print. My picture melt carton size. My carton size. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's essentially looking into the perspective of, you know, in t- UOD, 20 hours. Yeah. You, you won't know that I, you know, you won't pass away. Yeah. And you, you melt carton and you gone missing in the sense yeah, that you put your face on a milk carton. You put your, your face on a milk carton, and you know when Lane Staley died, it took two weeks before anybody. That's right. Found I forgot him. about that. You know until his bank accounts were like seized and there was no movement, they realized you know something wasn't because right. he. But he it that was almost by design by him, right? He just disappeared on purpose. He he did. just stopped. He yeah, did. he went like just he went receded. Yeah. Um, the last became, person, like a, became like a hermit. Yeah, and the last person reportedly that spoke to Lane Staley was Mike Starr, the original bassist of Alice in Chains. And, you know, when the last conversation, you know, like he said, don't leave me like this. You know, he was in a state of, you know, extreme Severe drug use. I mean, he weighed... He weighed like ninety pounds. Wow! And he predicted on ninety pounds on like what? Like he's over six foot, right? He's remember. tall. He was he's a very, very tall, tall I think slender was, man. I think he was six one. At least six, six one. Yeah, probably six one. And he he predicted his own death. I mean, twenty hours he wouldn't print my picture yeah. from Mel Carton inside. Yeah, like that. It's sad because yeah. you know he predicted his own death, and at the end of the day, the corporate system used him not to get clean for drugs. Rather to make money off of him. Yeah, as a martyr, they martyred as him. A martyr. As a martyr, for their martyr, for their purposes, not Absolutely. a martyr, not martyred like how he wanted, how he wanted to be remembered at all. Absolutely. So that's your one. Your one song is down in a hole. Mine's no excuses. I'm gonna take. I'm sorry. I gotta I take Allison Chains as my band too. Oh, give me nuts. Yeah, I, I have to because it's just like when I look about how many songs I just know, and just how many I just repeatedly never get tired of. It's mm-hmm. it's Allison Chains. So. So are you yeah. going with the, the live no excuses or just the original? live no excuses? Oh, the live no excuses oh versus the, the the recorded one in the studio. It's night, night and day. day, night and day, night and day. It's ridiculous. So huge shout out for Sean McKinney on that song. Um, 
drummer of Alice in Chains. That is a very hard song to play in the sense that when you dumb that song down to acoustics, the drums will be very overbearing. Um, it's it's overpowering. Yeah. And to play the simplistic version of that song without taking out the guitarist and second lead guitar, that is a huge accomplishment, and he yeah. absolutely crushed that crushed song. Crushed it. Crushed it. Oh. So what's your second song? Second song. One album? Two songs. That's what I said. So, so Right Turn definitely is up there for me. Okay. Um, but if we're going to go... We're gonna go unplugged with Allison Chains. How about let's let's do a spin on the second one. Let's do okay. it purely, maybe not amount the amount of times you listen to it, or mm-hmm. maybe it will coincide. But how it makes you feel? How it makes me feel? Like you put that song on and you are you're, you're feeling some type of way. Okay, you catch a vibe as they say. So so down in the hole, down in a hole. Sorry, down mm-hmm. in a hole. Um, that was your first one. Though. That was my first yeah. one, and that is the one that that Just makes me feel you, some type of yeah, way. Feel, it's like that okay. one really resonates. All right, with all right. Me. so you've already chosen the one. Um, I have mine on my. I have mine. Okay, I'm gonna think about my second one. I want to hear yours. All right. So, <laughs> like I said, this doesn't have to be from Alice in Chains. This can be any two. It can be any. Yeah. Yes. Mine would be. Mine's gotta be Hunger Strike by Temple of the Dog. Oh, that's uncharted territory. I'm hungry. Yeah. That one is, oh. when I wow. listen to that one, I can't listen to that one with, with like, a, like actually, like, just get, kind of getting mm. chills. Like, you're just, yeah. I'm like, wow, those, everything about that song to me Gosh. is just, and I, it doesn't take me anywhere, because I don't really have a true memory from that yeah. song, like, when I first listened to it, but just something about those lyrics and, and Cornell and Vetter together, I mean, it, they something about it, it's, in the music video, and, oh, so that music video is iconic. Iconic. That was filmed right outside that's, of Seattle. On that's the, right. Yeah, the coast. There's a coast, right? Right off the coast. Yeah. Oh, that's a state that's park. Almost, that's almost, almost as uh, almost as iconic as uh, Black Hole Sun. Oh, the Black Hole Sun. So the album, the, the, yeah. that music video, that when he's just like, that's video, a trippy music video. That is the most trippy music video yeah. of all time. Yeah, I would that is argue. very trippy. He's just wow. Like, Black Hole With Sun. With all the, the crazy shit going on. Oh my goodness. That's the only way to describe it. It's crazy shit. Like crazy shit. Crazy. Um, I would argue that is an that is one of the songs that are like the epitome of the nineties. Yeah, I consider I consider Temple of a Dog a like 91. a like a mega band or like a because like yes. you got two like absolute gods of the grunge era coming together. Say hello to heaven. Oh, great song. Oh, that say hello say hello to heaven is yeah. That's, that's my second favorite song on that album easily. Great song. Um. Man. But I agree with you. When I hear, when I hear "Hunger Strike" and any better, hit those low. There's something. They, so, yeah, for then, thirty seconds. And then Cornell's hitting those super high ones that nobody oh, else can hit like un, him. It's un, unimaginable. Un, unparalleled. He's unparalleled in his yeah. singing ability. Like insane. That's Cornell's a, insane. That is a really so, good one. So what's your second man? I'm. I'm. I'm Gosh. I'm. I'm fidgeting. I'm. Okay. I. You have to do this, man. I like, have so many. Um, I know, I know. I bet you. River do. to Sea live at the Moor. Okay. The Moor downtown Seattle. Okay. Oh my there god! You go. Now you have it. So many great concerts were there. So that's the one you're going with River to Sea ah, live. I I don't know if I want to go with that one. You want to do final answer? You're not gonna lock it in. I'm not gonna lock it. Okay, in. Okay, so there you go. What's your next one? Um, I guess I can meet anybody. I can meet anybody from that. Wow, there's so many. Eagle Stone Temple Pilots. 
Stone Temple Pilots was a really good. They had a great plush, plush, plush acoustics. Plush. Really hard to beat. It's hard for me not to fall back on Alice in Chains. I'm really trying. Know, I'm I trying know. to think out of my box. I'm not saying you have to. I'm just saying it can be anybody. If, you, if there's another song from that unplugged I, album, that's just. I mean, that unplugged album is literally insane. I mean, so, we both know that. So, I I have a lot of hate on this, but if I had to take that unplugged album of Alice in Chains, I would take the last song of Frogs, which a lot of people love. Frogs. Um, oh, Frogs is the third to last on the list on Spotify. It might be, actually. I've noticed, though, that Spotify doesn't have the order of songs the same okay. as the CD. Yeah. So you might be right that it is the last one. But Frogs is like third to last. Frogs, Anyways, Frogs. Yeah, Frogs is the second to last, right? Honestly, I'd have to re-listen to it real quick to just remember that one. What's yeah. that? Um, it's it's a, the very oministic song. It's... Uh, I don't even know the lyrics. It's very long. It's sound sounds you. You don't want to hear me sing. All right, yeah. I don't even I, know the lyrics. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It's, I have no clue. What you're talking yeah. about even from that. So yeah. I'll have the reason to listen to that. So I wish they would get rid of that song. And um, I'm trying to think of the order in my head of how those songs went because I used to listen to that CD all the flipping time. So yeah, I remember the killer is me, which is the last song. That is a yeah. The killer, yeah. That's one of the last performances of Lane Staley. Heaven right? beside you, heaven. Yeah, they're just. There's, there's not a song on there that I really don't like. There's not a song on there. That's hard yeah. to say about a lot of other albums. I agree. Um, and I I like Frogs, but the one song I would replace it with is, um. Oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I'm drawing blanks. Wow. It's okay. Look it up. You got a phone. You got a magic box in front of you. I got a magic box in front of me. I just think, it, like, while you're searching, I thought it was crazy that, I mean, I feel terrible. I didn't even, we didn't even say Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, uh, that's what I was thinking of. I forgot <sighs> to mention up. We did not mention Red Hot Chili Peppers that they... When okay, like here, let's fill in some gap here. You keep searching, take your time. I'm gonna fill yes. in with a little tangent here. Going back to those memories where songs take you, they transport you. When I think about, oh, what album is it? I'm looking up Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's the By the Way album. 2002 By the Way by Red Hot Chili Peppers. By the Way, oh, that album. Not even that album, that album, but my dad has that CD. When I think about every song in that, I mean, universally speaking, Dozed, uh, Don't Forget Me, The Zephyr, Can't Stop, I Could Die For You. I mean, those songs, like when I think about those songs, I am sitting in my dad's, This is, I think my dad had just got his Toyota Tundra. And we were, I mean, it was usually when we were going hunting. That's what we'd be listening to. When I was going hunting, we were always listening to that CD, that album, or Foo Fighters. Oh, we have But these are, I mean, these are not 90s. These yeah. are late, these are getting again, these early 2000s, to mid 2000s. So, yeah. yeah. But that's just, that was, I wanted to fill that out. No, that's a, I, I had to, I had to I, drop that album in there because that's my dad's probably yeah. his favorite album by them. It's okay. Incredible album. I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. And you're right. That is a great album. Uh, by the way, is a great song. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Foo Fighters. My favorite song on that whole album is probably a very slept on song, Warm Tape. Warm tape. You probably don't know oh, it offhand. No, 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 
It's a very kind of trippy, like it's very trippy. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. one, that one, and That's your favorite warm, song? warm tape. Really? Okay. Warm tape and probably. I like Cabron. 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 And Midnight. And Midnight. Midnight and okay. probably Warm Tape. Those are kind of the more more relaxed okay. songs on the album, but they're very. Okay. You're not basic. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, dude. I like Under the Bridge. <laughs> dude, my buddy Eric. That I remember talking to like we were like AP lit, and here I remember him writing a poem about Under the Bridge. And I'm like, Under the Bridge <laughs> is a poem, homie. If you think about Under the Bridge, it's literally a poem in itself. Like, okay. yeah, but it, it very well is. Yeah. I know what song I'm playing. Okay, what's your song? Um, so I wish they would replace. They should have replaced "Frogs" with "Don't Follow" off of the album "Alice in Chains" with the the, the three legged dog. Oh, three legged. Don't follow. Oh my gosh, that was an acoustic. You're locking song. it in. You're locking it I'm in. I'm locking that okay. in. Pick two. Wow, that's a good one. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. We have so, Alice in Chains is the overall winner. So, so just by by the end of this podcast, you quick, should be looking up Alice yes. in Chains bare minimum. Yes. If I could say Don't anything, follow, please anything, up. just look them up and listen to any one of their songs, and you're gonna feel something. If you don't, I'm sorry, you don't have a heart. So Don't Follow was actually supposed to be on the Unplugged album, but it was so sad and so depressing that they could not perform it without break, like breaking down. Mm. Like uh, Jerry Cantrell and Lane Staley, it was too personal. Mm. So definitely look it up. Give it a listen. Um, Yeah. Go fishing. Give it a give it a listen. And uh we we will we could definitely go more in depth on nineties. Do you wanna here's the thing? We got we got a thing here. We can either We have different We can either end now and do a part two segment. Oh <laughs> or we could take another brusky break okay. and try and finish this out. It's up to you. TK. I either way I'm good at no matter what, I would love to do a part two with you. I just want to say thank you for yeah. having me on. Let's do a part two. I think the audience. I think the okay. audience might like the okay. part two. Like I, I someone look forward will. to. It. I, I know we just got shit faced throughout this. <laughs> we did not. No shot. No, we're not shit faced. But like, no, I, but like, we just rambled. Like it's time. no different than when I did it with uh, Brandon and Drew. It's just so. So if, if the audience would love a part two, I would love to come back and, and do another one. All right. So sounds good. You want to do a part two? We can do part two. Absolutely. Well, All right. TK, All right, we have a part lot two. more to talk about. All right, Joe. Thank so you for coming on. We still have the whole 2000s genre to talk about. Also, we never even said, I never even saw what Joe's last name is. Now that I'm at Savage. One of Savage. the most baller last names I've ever heard in my life. Give me a like. Look me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give me a like. Hey, give me, me a give me, it should be a text message. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All so, right. yes, absolutely. Joey well, Savage. I have enjoyed Thank you for coming up. Uh, part two. Coming part two is coming your way. All right. Absolutely. Hey, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you later in the next episode.